Welcome to Limestone County High School Football on the Play Action Sports Network. We'll be back with the pregame show after this. Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it. And that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Hey guys, this is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank and Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the County Commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. Hey, this is Jim from Lawler's Barbecue. A lot of you folks out there keep asking where we cook our barbecue because you don't see pits and smoke. We'll Guess what? You never will because we cook it in Lewisburg, Tennessee at our USDA facility so that we can maintain consistency and quality. So no matter which store you come to, you get the same great taste. Phillip's been cooking barbecue since 1978, and I promise you, he's got the hang of it. He's been doing it so long, he doesn't want to be cremated. He's asked to be slowly smoked over glowing hickory coals. So come try some Lawler's Barbecue at any of our seven locations today. Lawler's Barbecue. Cook slow. Serve fast. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. Gin House Barbecue has been an Elkmont tradition for many years, and that tradition continues today. Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites as well as some tasty new additions. Barbecue pork, ham and chicken, St. Louis style ribs, catfish, pork chops, hamburger steak, just to name a few. They're open early for breakfast too, so take a drive up to 18060 Upper Fort Hampton Road in Elkmont, just three-tenths of a mile east of Highway 127. Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you. Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue and Elkmont Tradition. 
Technology is a great thing, but sometimes a camera in your phone just isn't enough. That's where Down Home Portraits comes in. Robbie Newport at Down Home Portraits can capture any event you like. Sports, family, parties, or senior portraits. Call Robbie at Down Home Portraits at 777-3528. Visit them on Facebook or online at downhomeportraits.zenfolio.com. Down Home Portraits, 777-3528. Looking for t-shirts with just the message you want? They're as close as your computer or mobile device. Just go to daddyoscustomtees.com and look through the selection of designs for the perfect one. Or say just what you want with your very own designer message. Daddy-O's Custom Tees features short and long sleeve t-shirts plus sweatshirts, hoodies, aprons, mugs, and even pet apparel. With Daddy-O's Custom Tees, you can have it your way, whether you need one or 100. Go to daddyoscustomtees.com. That's D-A-D-D-Y-O-S custom T-E-E-S dot com. Daddy-O'sCustomTees.com. If you'd like to download a copy of this game or hear it again on demand, go to PASnetwork.net. You can find this game and previous games under the Archives tab. That's PASnetwork.net. Play Action Sports. Football right here on Play Action Sports. We are here live in Boss Hill Stadium, Elkmont, Alabama, for tonight's cross county rivalry between the home team, your Elkmont Red Devils, and the visiting Ardmore Tigers. I'm Kirk Pierce. Everyone alongside me is uh, the color man, Todd Tomerlane. What's up, Kirk? How, How you, you been brother? doing, man? It's been a good long be, time. I know. Good to be with you again, it, man. man well, it I'm, is. We're going to have a good time. Great game, great rivalry, and uh, should be a lot of fun. The crowds are still coming in, man. And it's almost kind of standing room. It looks like around the fence area already, so and they're still rolling in. So, well, after last week's game, that Ardmore was able to uh, defeat Tanner quite yeah. handedly. I know that they wanted to come on the road and try to take care of another uh, county team, but uh, this home team from Elkmont is is a strong team as well. And and I know we've got an exciting game coming up. We've got a lot of great things going on uh, tonight uh, with this football game and. and and uh, we'll get to the action. We're still about uh, 11 minutes b- before kickoff. Uh, I see the captains starting to uh, make their way to uh, the 50-yard line for both teams. But what we'll do is we'll take a break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the Ardmore Elkmont game tonight. And uh, then, hey, we'll get ready for kickoff, Todd. Heck yeah. Sounds All right. Like yeah, man. Well, hey, listen up, everybody. You're listening to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer, with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99, and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. 
Athens Utilities comprises Athens Electric, Athens Gas, and Athens Water Services. Together, we are committed to providing reliable and affordable electricity, natural gas, and water and wastewater services. We operate as part of the City of Athens, and just like our city's motto of Athens is classic, southern, character, we believe in supporting what makes our community special. And that includes Athens and Limestone County sports. Call 233-8750, go by their office at 508 South Jefferson Street, or look for the link online at AthensAL.us. Applebee's Tailgate Talk wants to recognize our local athletes, and you can help. Go to tailgatetalk.net throughout the school year to vote for the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. The winner will receive a gift card from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and a T-shirt from Gotcha Covered Screen Printing and more. Submit your own nominations for future polls, too. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Cast your vote today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and 1080 WKAC. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. Kirk Pierce, Todd Tomlin, and our producer, Mr. Tim Lambert. We are in Boss Hill Stadium in Elkmont, Alabama, for tonight's matchup between the visiting team from Ardmore, uh, Ardmore Tigers, against the home team, Elkmont Red Devils. Todd, last week we had an opportunity to see the Ardmore team take on a, a Tanner team, of course, Tanner being 2A and, yeah. and Ardmore being 5A. A uh, big difference there in terms of uh, some of the ways that, that – uh, that Ardmore approached that game. Uh, Tanner actually came out and punched him in the mouth quickly and took a 6 to nothing leap, and then right after that, Ardmore started getting going. Them, they did. Thomas Colston, number 42, is the big running back for Ardmore, and he had three touchdowns last week for Ardmore, so I think he's going to be a name that we need to watch uh, it tonight. Sounds like it. And, you know, I don't care if you're playing a 2A, 5A, whatever. A, three touchdowns in a game is, is a heck of a game on any level. So. Yeah, uh, it's just, I mean, he ran roughshod, and, and uh, the quarterback and, and uh, uh, Braden Hillis had a, had a really complete game last week. And I think that's what Coach Jonathan Snyder, with his first yeah, game as a yeah, head coach yeah. for Ardmore, that's something he was wanting to get, get that nice first win under his belt, and uh, then come over here to Elkmont, see if he can't get number two. But, you know, Elkmont's got a – Coach Pendergrass, he's got yep. a different story in mind for tonight. Absolutely he does. And, you know, this being such a, a big crosstown rival, you know, a lot of these families go to church together and yeah. some of the kids grew up together, you know, whether it be through church or other activities. And so you definitely want to be able to go back and tell your buddies, you know, <laughs> we got you, we got you. <laughs> That's exactly you know, I don't right. care if you're a tiger or a red devil. And, uh, you know, you want to have those bragging rights for a year. And, uh, you know, with two new head coaches, like you mentioned, um, different uh, offenses and defenses now, they're both probably running. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, for us, it'll be just like watching two brand-new teams. I mean, obviously, you've already seen Ardmore. I haven't seen either team. Yeah. So I'm interested in, and excited um, to get to watch both these teams in action. Well, you've got the captains at midfield right now for the coin flip. You've got number uh, seven, Colt, uh, Clayton Bowley for Elkmont. Also, number 12 is Chase Hagermaker uh, out there. And also, number 72, Landon Bryce Blade. And then I'm trying to get the numbers right there yeah. for uh, Ardmore. That, well, looks like Ardmore – Okay. Won the toss and is elected to receive. So uh, they're going to defend the south end zone. Elkmont's going to defend the north end zone. So there's no breeze tonight, so there's really no, no competitive no, no, value yeah, for no that. There's no competitive value for that at all. But, uh, yeah, it's a nice night for football, though, about 83 degrees. And sun's finally starting to go down underneath the trees. And it'll get dark and hopefully a little bit cooler here. Um, of course, you got to remember that during this time of the season, 
Um, they have uh, heat timeouts, so you know oh, the game yeah. will draw a little bit longer. And I wish they'd leave it up to the officials for discretion on that. I've been to games where it might be 65 degrees, but the rule is the rule. So, Absolutely. Uh, yep. You can hear the bands right now uh, for both teams. Ardmore just bust through their banner. Elkmon did the same, and uh, they are getting ready for some football. Listen, you can check out Play Action Sports mobile app. It's your connection to all live streams along with some scores, game archives, and a whole lot more. If you'll just go online to pasnetwork.net, you can download the link and keep in touch with what's going on in Limestone County Sports and a whole lot more. Now, Todd, looking at uh, the teams right now just on this sidelines, uh, Elkmont in their red jerseys trimmed in white. Always love how the Red Devils look. They've always oh, yeah. got sharp jerseys to me, man. I love coming and watching mm-hmm. them them play. They've got the numerals on the side, yeah. on the left side that's of new. the uh, helmet. So, yeah, that is a new thing for, for them, and I guess that's a, a new way to break them in this year. Yeah. And then, of course, you've got the Ardmore Tigers. They're visiting. They're in a white pants, solid white pants, basically, with a little black trim down at the knees, and then you've got white jerseys yeah, trimmed in black at the sleeves with their black numbers and black helmets. So we're getting ready for kickoff tonight as right here on uh, Play Action Sports for Limestone County Football. Again, Kirk Pierce, Todd Tomlin, our producer, Tim Lambert, and uh, we're about ready for kickoff right here at Boss Hill Stadium in Elkmont, Alabama. Kicking off the, for Elkmont is going to be number 25, and that is Andy Rosales back deep to receive for Ardmore is looks like it's number four, Jeffrey Martin, and number three, Caleb Higginbottom. So let's get this ball game going. It's kickoff time. High end over end kick, fielded at about the 20 yard line by number four for Ardmore. He picks it up, he drops the ball, picks it up, and then tries to get a little, little bit of extra yards and was able to get seven on that after he dropped the ball. That is number four. That was uh, Jeffrey Martin right there for the Ardmore Tigers. Yeah, really nice open field tackle there by Caden Jackson as well after uh, he fumbled that. Nice recovery because he probably should have just fell on it, but, yeah. but he did do a good job of recovering. Like you said, got about seven yards out of it. That's the thing about the football. It's an oblong ball. It's not going to bounce where you think it's <laughs> no, going to. never. Well, like I mentioned earlier, number 42, that's Colston. He's in the backfield for Ardmore. He is a load to bring down. You've got Hillis. Under center, he's going to hand it off, hand it off to Colston right up the middle. And as you can see, he picks up ten Uh-oh. yards and then he drops the ball. It's fumbled on the play. Elkmont's got the ball. Great recovery by Houston Allen on that. But let me tell you something. Number number five, Braxton Boyd. I was going to say made the tackle. It's more like he got punished in the meantime. Got just plowed, but he did cause the fumble and a great recovery. Um, by the Elmont Red Devils in Houston Allen to start the game. So what a huge turnover right at the beginning. That's what you want if you're the Elkmont, uh, Elkmont, yeah. Elkmont team. Coach Pendergrass got to be happy with that right there, able to uh, stop that big running back, Colston, coming out of the backfield and then able to uh, strip that ball from him. All right, you've got uh, Elkmont in the shotgun formation. they got three splits to the near side, one to the far side. It's going to be a handoff to number five. That is Braxton five, Ryan Boyd. Boyd. Yep, and he wasn't going anywhere. Peyton Hurd, number 23, caught him pretty much right there at the line of scrimmage. I'm, I'm not – well, he lost the yardage, it looks like, did he not? Yeah, he did. He lost about oh, five yeah. yards on the play. For the Red Devils. Under, uh, in the shotgun formation, a quarterback for the Red Devils is Houston Allen. He is a senior at quarterback, so he's getting the signal from the sidelines. And, again, they're going to go ahead and line up in a split. They've got two splits to the near side, one to the far side, showing a tight end on the far side, one running back in the backfield, and then you've got uh, Allen in the shotgun formation. 
He's going to take the snap. He's going to drop back to pass. He's going to look to throw it deep. Uh-oh. He's got a man. He's covered. It's up. Oh, and it just falls incomplete. Pass falls incomplete. Pass intended for number three. Intended for number three, Mikel Murrah. That is Mikel Murrah for Elkmont. He was man-to-man coverage there. Yeah, that was tough. Really good coverage there by Drew Daly um, on the outside. Um, but you know what? Not a bad-looking throw, to be honest. He, no. Um, what was that, a good 35, 40-yard chunk, I think? Oh, yeah. But, no. uh, but good coverage there by Drew Daly to break it up. Well, I think you've got to respect that now if you're hardcore yes. because yeah. now you know the quarterback is going to throw, it. and he yeah. is not scared no. to throw. And good job by the offensive line as well on that play to give him time. So it's going to be the same formation. Actually, it's going to be trips to the near side, one split to the far side, single back. Allen in the shotgun formation. He's going to drop back to pass. He's going to roll to the near side. He's going to cut it up himself. He's going to pick up five. He's going to cut it across the middle. He's got some room, Todd. He's got some room. He's at the 20-yard line down to the 15. Pushed out of bounds, tackled out of bounds at about the 11. What a tremendous run. Finally brought down by Kalen Hickenbotham. But uh, he broke tackles from Peyton Hurd and uh, also William Cannon before it, before he broke it long. Um, just That was all effort right there. That's exactly right. The way he cut it back upfield against that defense made them get on their heels and try to cut yeah. back. And there was one man to beat, and that guy got him out of bounds at the 15. Yeah, Caleb did a great job of finally chasing him down, but not until after a huge game. Looks like they've got it marked at about the 12-yard line, so it's going to be first and 10 for the Elkmont Red Devils. Uh, got a little bit of illegal per, uh, motion right there. Uh, yeah, the wide receiver jumped yeah. on the count. I almost thought, though, that he was drawn by the defensive end. No, I mean, it looked like the defensive end came in and kind of made him jump, no? Yeah, well, he took off like he knew. Well, he did. He and and the quarterback, I mean, they all held their head down, so they knew it was on them. But, man, after such a big, long play, um, you kind of hurt your momentum a little bit by that. But, uh, you know, still first down, 17-yard line, I guess. Yep. About. So you've got shotgun formation, single back, trips to the near side, split to the far side. Allen going to roll over to the near side. He's going to look to throw it towards oh, the end zone. He's got a, he's got a rush. He's, he's losing yeah, yards. He's got, to get, he's got to get down. He's going to be brought down for a, about a, a loss of a, almost 10 yards, Todd. Yeah, you've got to get rid of that football. He had plenty of time to throw it out of bounds. Um, great job by the offensive line, but um, finally it, it broke down, and Brody Dunn, number 44, um, was able to bring him down for that big loss. So Red two Dunn. negative plays in a row, one by penalty, one by uh, play, just uh, going backwards. So the ball is spotted at about the 25-yard line. They've got to get to the, at least the 12 to be at the original line of scrimmage, so they've got to get down to yeah. the two you know, uh, just for a first. Just for a first. Yeah. So it's going to be second down and long. Allen's going to oh. draw back to pass. Oh, it's a swing pass. Oh, pass intended for number pass five for Boyd. Five, Ryan Boyd. Ryan Boyd is your intended receiver out of the backfield. Just kind of overthrew it. Yeah, well, um, 44 again, Brody Dunn did a really good job of coming, shooting off that end and making him rush the throw a little bit. Had not been for that, it looked like there was a little bit of running room there. Um, had he caught the ball, been able to catch it. Yeah, Allen had a little, hey, he put just a little bit more yeah. height on that than I think Boyd was ready for. So it's going to bring up third and long. Ball at the 25-yard line. A little over nine minutes left to play in this first quarter. Just as a recap, Elkman um, was able to recover a fumble off the opening play for Ardmore, and now they have the balls. Third down and long. Allen's going to drop back. He's trying to get away. He's going to get a couple of yards, but he's going to be just brought down by a slew of Ardmore Tigers. Yeah, um, offensive line held them as long as they could. You got number uh, 88, Houston Vickers, and number 8, um, Tyler Thompson, who brought him down. But uh, So now it's fourth and really long. Too long for a field goal, I would assume. But I haven't seen their kicker, so I don't know. Yeah. 
Looks like they're going for it. They're gonna, so. It looks like they are. So it's going to be fourth down. Ball spotted at the 22-yard line. 8.35 and counting right now for the first quarter. That's the one thing I've noticed. Ardmore does have some size. Yeah. And so, they, they you know, they're going to yeah. keep coming. Yeah. Allen, shotgun formation. He's got uh, Boyd to his left, splits to the near side, one to the far side. He's going to throw it deep. He's got oh his man. Oh, my goodness. Touchdown, wow. Elkmont. Unbelievable. Bless his heart. I don't know how Drew Daly got turned around on that. And I hate to you know, point it out, but it is what it is. Um, what a throw and catch. And fourth down, you cannot let that happen. No, you cannot. Allen, the senior, wow. to the junior, Mikhail Murrah, 22-yard touchdown pass for Elkmont, capitalizing on the fumble yeah. that Ardmore had on their first play. And Ardmore did so good of, of pushing them back, pushing them back, fourth and long, and then you give up a 22-yard touchdown. Rosales. Back to kick the extra point. Kick is up, and it looks like it's good. Do we get it? Yep. That's right there. It's seven to nothing. Elkmont Red Devils on top of the Ardmore Tigers. You're listening to Limestone County Football on Play Action Sports. Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it. And that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. If you're just joining us, Elkmont with a 7 to nothing lead over Ardmore right now, eight minutes into the first quarter. They were able to capitalize on a fumble on the first play of the game by Ardmore and uh, were able to punch it in from, actually not punch it, through a pass. Beautiful touchdown pass from Allen, from Roe Allen to Mikhail Murrah. Uh, 22-yard touchdown pass, tied, and now we'll see what Ardmore's going to yeah, do. Yeah, going to see what they can do. So back deep to receive, number three, that is Higginbotham again, and number four, Martin. Kick's going to go out of bounds at about the 30-yard line, so that's going to be be good field position for the Ardmore Tigers to start their second drop. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, what was supposed to happen with that kick. I don't know if it was supposed to be a a poos kick. I don't know. It was very ugly. Yeah. Uh, We'll just say that. It ended up not being what it was supposed to be. That's obvious. So you've got the ball spotted, first and 10 for Ardmore. They're going to come out, so we're going to get to see – uh, Braden Hillis again at quarterback, and also Thomas Colston. He had the fumble. Yeah, he was um, he was our player of the week last week. Actually, they're going to re-kick it. Red Devils will re-kick. Well, the ball. I thought I heard a whistle prior so to the ball even going okay. out of bounds, but okay. I thought, well, they're not stopping play, so I thought I just misheard something. Um, somebody, I think, moved on the Elkmont side. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Well, Colston last week was our player of the game. Had three touchdowns, but tonight one carry, one fumble. And that's all Boy, But that was after about an eight or ten yard gain, though. Before he, exactly. And listen, he absolutely plowed um, Ryan Boyd on that play. I mean, he did. So I, I'm really excited to watch him run the ball. I'm he, is, he is a load. So Rosales is going to kick it again. He's going to try to try it again. Here we go. Ball spotted at the 30. He's up. 
Uh, end over end kick right there. They're going to he wave fair catch, he but sure they're, they're going to let it keep going. He did. He, he waved, fumbled. He waved no. fair catch. He, are you sure enough? But I mean, they let him run the ball, so that was number three. Coach Pendergrass, uh, yeah, he's yep. fired up. He saw it. We saw it. The official was looking at it, and it looks like they may be conferring. Yep. So Drew Daly was the one who received the ball at about the 30-yard line. Looked like he swung his hands. He, like he ran it up to about the 45. The officials are talking it over, so we'll see what we can get from the white hat. Um. Now, what is there a penalty for? Will they just move the ball back to where he caught it, or is there a penalty for advancing? I think in high school what you'll end up doing is moving it back to where the where the fair catch took place. Yeah, I believe they were going to move it back. That's what he did. Yeah, that was was obvious. Yep, so that's exactly what they're going to do. And the officials are going to confirm what everybody. That's a generous spot. Yeah, it is. Don't you think? Uh, it was close, guys. So they're going to spot it at the 30. Well, I thought it was like on the 25, I guess. I don't know. No, he, was at the, he caught it uh, almost at the numbers. Okay, yeah. okay. I thought it was a little bit further back. So you've got Hillis in the shotgun formation. We've also got number 15 in there. That's Trevor Sims. He's going to be the running back right now for Ardmore. Got two splits to the far side, one to the near side. You've got halfback in there. It's going to be a handoff right up the middle. Look at that right there, number wow. 15, <laughs> Trevor Sims. That's the other one I was going to tell you about. Mr. Sims is quick, and he hits that hole hard. I was just fixing to say, he, hits, he hit it just as hard as Colston did. In, I mean, number 11, um, Jaden Kohler, and uh, I think it was 21, Caden Jackson was in on that tackle. But they, got, they, they, they took the hit. They didn't give it. That's right. <laughs> so he picks up 11 yards on that carry, so it'll be first and 10 for Ardmore. At the 41-yard line, Hillis, shotgun formation. Sims still in at tailback. There's the snap. He's going to hand it off to Hillis again. I mean, to Sims again. And he's going to come to the near side. Penalty flag on the play. Penalty flag at the 40-yard line. Probably going to be a hold where that uh, that flag was thrown. Yeah, because Pendergrass is pretty fired up, so he saw it too. And that that was a really good run, and maybe that's why it was a good run. (laughs) I guess there was a hold in there on the outside. I didn't see it personally, but. Um, but yeah, they're moving it back. So, so Sims goes out and in at running back. I still don't see who who he's going to put in at tailback. It could be number forty four. It could be Brody Dunn. That'll make it first and long. Well, I see Colston back in, line. so that's good. so Colston is in. Yeah, I saw he's standing on the end of the huddle. I was beginning to wonder there for a bit. I thought he might have hurt his hand. Nope, there he is. All right, so Colston's in it, in it running back. You've got Hillis. He's going to go ahead and go under center. He's got two splits, one to the far side and one to the near side. They're going to hand it off to Colston. He's going to cut it up the middle. Then he's going to try to bounce it to the outside. Jeez. He's still carrying some people. Crosses the 45, brought down at about the 48-yard line. Nice pickup. Picks up almost all of the yardage they needed for the first down, but he's still about four yards short. I, I would say he got tackled by Jaden Kohler, but it's more like he tripped over him as he was going down. Listen, with this offensive line and these two running backs alone, I don't even know why you bother to do anything else, honestly. And you haven't even seen the other running backs. Right, unless you just want to work <laughs> on your game. And it's not a, it's not a, a slide to Elwine, but – Armour can do what they want to do with that front line. So here's what's going on. Colston in the Wildcat formation. Everybody's in tight. So it's probably just going to be straight to him. No, that was not Colston. Check that. That was num- number 44, Brody Dunn. He picks up the first down and gets another uh, extra yard. So that was Brody Dunn the in the Wildcat back there by himself. 
He's a big guy himself running that ball on the outside. So they've got Brody Dunn listed at uh, 6'2", 203 pounds, senior. Um, I couldn't really make a good reading. It was two or three up players in there, but I think Clayton Bowley was the main guy that ran him, finally ran him out of bounds. So they crossed the 50-yard line in Elkmont territory, about the 49-yard line of Elkmont. So you got Hillis in at – looks like you've got Trevor Sims in at running back at the moment. You've got Hillis in at quarterback. So you got Sims in the backfield. Also number 29 – Zach Hall. There's the snap. It's going to be handed off to oh, wow. Hillis. He's going to cut it to the outside and be taken out of bounds after he picks up about 12 yards on the play. Flag on the field. And, um, oh, there's a flag on the field. Penalty flag. Um, look like number two for Elmont's the one that ran him out of bounds, but I don't have a number two on my um, roster. Holding. Holding against oh, here we R4. go. That was Nicholas Chambliss. So a holding call is going to bring back um, Mr. Sims' run. Back to the 49-yard line. So they're going to push him back into Ardmore territory. So it's going to be going to replay first down. So it'll be first and 15 at about the 47-yard line of Ardmore. So we got a heat timeout, Todd. You called it and you knew it was coming. So with six minutes and 17 seconds yeah, left to play in the first quarter, your score, Elkmont Red we'll Ra- Red Devils on top of the Ardmore Tigers, 7 to nothing. You're listening to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. This is Joanna from CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your home or for Bible class. Sometimes that process can be challenging and difficult. I'd love to help you find solutions that would fit your needs and give you more time for your studies. One of our most popular book lines is the Bible Textbook Series. These workbooks are designed to take teen and adult students book by book through the Bible. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class or family. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. Kirk Pierce, Todd Tomlin, Mr. Tim Lambert, our producer. 6-17 in the first quarter. Elkmont on top of Ardmore, 7 to nothing. Follow us on Twitter at PAS Network and look for Play Action Sports on Facebook. We'll keep you updated on scores via score stream tonight and throughout the week. And we'll get some scores for you here in just a little bit. But right now, back to the action on the field. Ardmore, their ball. First and 15. Uh-oh. Oh, there's a bad snap right there past uh, past the 40, down to about the 37-yard line. Ardmore was able to recover. It looked like Drew Daly fell on the ball. A uh, bad snap. So uh, Ardmore going the other way. Good job, though, by Drew to, just, to do the right thing, not try to pick it up and run with it. Just, you know, take your losses and live to have another down, you know. So second and long. Actually, that's second and about, I don't know, almost 14, 15 yards At right least. there. For, uh, or no, that's 20. What am I thinking? 15 yards. I got to add five more. So it's second and long for Ardmore. Hillis under center. You got Colston in the backfield. He's just going to hand it off to Colston. No more, no more of this, yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> razzle dazzle. We're just going to hand it straight to the big guy, and he's going to rumble forward for about seven yards. Get it about to about the 46 yard line of Ardmore is Colston. Yeah, Ty Roberts and a couple other guys um, brought him down. But uh, like you said, man, why mess around with anything? Just get him the ball and, and let him do his thing. Once you got a workhorse, you ride him. Heck yeah. 
You push it. And I think Colston's proven that he can do that, and there's a couple of them out there that can do that as well. Hillis under center. It's Colston, single set back. You got two splits to the near side. Everybody's in. We got pulling everybody. Mm. We're going to load this near side with four uh, eligible receivers. So we're just going to hand it to Colston again. He's going to bounce it to the outside, cross the oh 50. Oh, my goodness. Leap a guy and get over to the 45-yard line of Elkmont. He's close <laughs> to he, – he only needed about five more yards for another first down, but it's fourth down for Elk, uh, for Ardmore. So we've seen his power and his brutality. Now we're seeing his flexibility and athleticism. Just sprinting, he jumped right over Bo Hosner like he wasn't there. And then finally uh, Clayton Bowley brings him down. But, man, I, I, you, you called it. I, I mean, you called it. Fun, fun kid to watch. So Ardmore on fourth down is going to go ahead and punt the ball. Back deep to receive for Elkmont is number five. That is Back Boyd. It's kind of interesting. I mean, I know this is football. This is what you're supposed to do according to the numbers, but they could get that half yard. So they're just going to let Ooh. that ball fall, and it's going to roll. It's going to take an Ardmore roll down to about right. the five-yard line. And that's why I'm not a coach. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be first and 10 for Elkmont with 3.56 left to play in the first quarter. Elkmont on top, 7 to nothing. Just as a recap, like I said, first play of the first uh, play from scrimmage for Ardmore. They fumbled the ball. Elkmont was able to get the ball and turn around. And after a couple of losses on yeah. the play, they were able to capitalize 22-yard uh, touchdown on pass. On fourth down. Yeah, on fourth down from Allen to, to Murrah. So they're deep in their territory at their own five-yard line. Let's see what the Red Devils can do. Allen in the shotgun formation. He's got two splits to the near side and to the far side. Single setback. He's going to look to pass out of his own end zone. Pass intended for number four, but knocked down. Holt is your intended receiver. And number four, Jeffrey Martin, was there um, in coverage. And, and good job. He was right there with him. He wouldn't have gone anywhere had he caught it. So what um, you got with with Elkmont, I'm seeing is a spread offense. Yeah, I mean that's all. And you know what? I mean, give Coach Pendergrass credit. He's he, he's trusting his line. He's trusting his quarterback to be able to throw the ball that deep and on uh, on that side of the field. And um, it takes a lot of you know. Most of the time, you just see coaches try to get a little breathing room punt and in swap field position. But so interesting. Well, I think if you've got a quarterback like Allen yeah. that's not not afraid to throw it, yeah, he is not? definitely. Throw it. Got a man in motion. He's going to fake the nice. fake the underhand. Give it. Give it to number five. And Boyd is your running back. He picks up a couple of yards, but it's going to bring up third down. Nice tackle there by um, Ryan Boyd. Oh, it's Ryan Boyd. Ring. Yeah, Ryan Boyd ran the ball. Yeah, uh, Preston Patterson on the tackle. So you got third down and about about a long nine. Yeah, because they're only saying he picked up about a yard on the carry. And initially, it looked like it was going to open a little bit. Man, uh, um, Armour Tigers front line shut it down pretty quick. So third down, clock's ticking. We're almost to three minutes in the first quarter. Elkmont on top, seven to nothing over Ardmore. But they are deep in their territory right now at about the five-yard line. Allen's going to drop back to pass. He's just going to throw it up. He's got his receiver, Murrow. Oh, Murrow with a great a catch at the 30-yard line. Wow. These two are dynamic. Wow. Let me tell you, folks. That is awesome. Allen to Murrow, that is a dynamic duo for Elkmont. Um, Jaden Culler was in, it was in position to make the play and everything, but uh, just got out, leaped, out jumped on the play. And what a catch and throw, man. And that's two huge plays there when fourth and a long third, and they um, managed to – Complete both of them. Murrah with hands, I tell yeah, you, man. That he was has great. Got some hands. He went up and caught that just like you're supposed to. 
So Allen in shotgun, single setback, two splits to the far side, one to the near side. Oh, Uh-oh. it's a bad snap, but he's just going to pick it up and do the right thing. He's going to run it, and he's going to go to the far side, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds after about a three-yard Uh-oh. gain. Uh-oh. Looks like he looks like there was a little extracurricular activity on the other side where he went out of bounds, but but uh, no call from the officials. So pickup of about three, so it's going to be a second and seven for Elkmont at their own 35-yard line. They're going to move it, yeah, to the 36-yard uh, line. Yeah, Peyton Hurd uh, ran him out of bounds, like you said, maybe roughly ran him out of bounds a little bit. But but, but they were both in the movement. They were both. So. It was like a lot of it was momentum. You're right. Mm-hmm. So Elkmont, they've already. Here's the thing about Elkmont that I've noticed: they're they're not taking their receivers in to the huddle at all. This is all quarterback, back, tight ends, and line. Hmm. The receivers are all split out, and they come to the line automatically. So they're getting there's a swing pass from yeah. Allen to number two. And he's going to cross the forty down to That's about the forty-one yard line. He'll pick up about four or five yards. That is Chambliss, Nick Chambliss for Elkmont. And he did a really good job of cutting that ball back in because there was nothing but white jerseys in front of him. And uh, Tyler Thompson uh, brought him down. But but good job um, to see where a little bit of grass was and take advantage of it. So you've got a third down and about three, four yards to to go for the first down. So Elkmont started this drive deep in their own territory at their own five-yard line after Ardmore punted and he got an Ardmore roll. But uh, Ardmore or Elkmont making a drive right now. Allen, shotgun. He's got three back. Mm. It's another bad snap. So he's just going to pick it up and try to run it himself, and he's going to be brought down in the backfield for a loss on the play. Yeah, that's two bad snaps this series. Peyton Hurd took advantage of it and brought him down for what, probably five, six-yard loss? Yeah. Um, so I, I can tell you right now, my, and my son's a center for, for his team, and uh, he's a young center, and he's just learning how to do shotgun. It is a oh, hard I can't even imagine, thing dude. to do because there's a lot of pressure on these centers because oh, they got to make that right snap every time. Every and, then, time. and then most of the time, the other one's directing the line and, mm-hmm. and, and uh, having that nose guard standing right over them and making your block. And I mean, center's the quarterback. I mean, of the line. So and let's just go ahead and face it. I mean, number fifty-two for Ardmore. Oh my goodness, Yard is not a small no, individual. I wouldn't want him sitting across <laughs> me all night long. I'm telling you that right now. He is. He is a disruptor. On that defensive line for Ardmore. 5'8", 297, and that 297 is generous. Yeah, but, I mean, he is he is definitely He's a disruptor. a nose guard. I mean, that is a prototypical nose guard body. Absolutely. So back, out, you can't move him. Nope. So back to punt for Elgmont is Bowley. Clayton Bowley, he was one of your captains tonight for Elgmont. Clock is ticking. It's under 20 seconds. Now it's going to – so we're at a delay of delay game. game. You can't do that. That's a bad penalty. So we'll see get. what uh, we'll see what the officials. They're the coaching staff on the side. Oh, Elkman is saying the ref never started the play clock. As you can hear, I got uh, other people telling me what to do. Well, with and this that one. makes sense since there's only 19 seconds left to go in the quarter. Yeah, but anyway. the clock was it was still oh, was above it 20. Still? Yeah, it was still above. 25 seconds. Oh, okay. That's so on we'll, the officials then. So we'll see if they're going to wave it off. Looks like they're picking it up. Yep, he's going to wave it off. So 19 seconds left to play in the first quarter. Elkmont on top, 7 to nothing. Bowley is back to punt for Elkmont. And you've got, uh, looks like, Daly back deep to receive. Bowley with a high wow. punt. Jeez. And 
Daly is definitely going to wave and fair catch that, and that ball is going to take an Elkmont bounce, and it's still rolling down to about the 32-yard line. <laughs> nice punt <laughs> by Elkmont, by Mr. Bowley. So it'll be when we come – well, we got seven seconds left to play in the first quarter. I don't know that I've seen hang time like that on a punt in a while, man. That was good. That was sweet. It was good, and then it took a nice Elkmont roll before uh, before Daly went ahead and uh, fair caught it. So you can listen for the Coaches Show Tuesday through Thursday on 1080 AM WKAC. We'll talk to local coaches and get their scoop of, scoop of the games on their teams. And if you miss it, you can go to WKAC Sports page at WKAC1080.com and click on your favorite team's link in the archives. So first and ten for Ardmore. They're just going to hand it off to Colston to run out the first quarter. But I'm going to tell you, he's going to pick up a couple of yards. But he is brought down. So maybe Elkmont's figured out how to bring Mr. Colston down. I don't know. Caden Jackson like grabbed him around his chest but by the time it was over with it was below his ankles he just took him for about a two-yard run hey listen if you can get one person to slow him down then call on call reinforcements (laughs) that's what you have to do so that's going to do it for the first quarter here in boss hill stadium in elkmont alabama your elkmont red devils sitting on top of your ardmore tigers seven to nothing after one quarter you're listening to limestone county football on play action sports limestone county high school sports are brought to you in part by limestone county commission chairman colin daly visit the county commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top five percent in the state you can also call colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544 what do basketball choir drama club and marching band all have in common They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of a typical Alabama high school's budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities, they're more than extracurricular. They're extra important, too. This message presented by the Alabama High School Athletic Association and the Alabama High School Athletic Directors and Coaches Association. Welcome back to Play Action Sports right here for your Limestone County football game of the week. Kirk Pierce bringing you the play-by-play. Todd Tomerlin is our color analyst and also, as always, our producer, Mr. Tim Lambert. So just as a recap right here in Elkmont, Alabama, Elkmont sits on top of the visiting team for Ardmore Tigers, 7 to nothing. What happened, to just kind of recap it, is Ardmore elected to receive the ball to, uh, to start the game. They were able to get it to their about the 25-yard line. And then first play from scrimmage, there was a fumble on the play, and Elkmont recovered it, ran, and on fourth down were able to throw a 22-yard touchdown pass. They needed about 20 yards for the first down, but went ahead and went for it all. And uh, were able to get their touchdown. So right now, Elkmont on top of Ardmore, 7 to nothing. So as we get ready to start the second quarter, Ardmore with the ball, second and about seven. You've got Hillis under center, and you've got Trevor Sims in the backfield, two splits to the far side, got a tight end. They're going to give it to Sims right now. He's going to try to cut it, cut it around to the outside, he's going to cut it in to about the 41-yard line. Nice pickup right there by Mr. Sims as he gets uh, about third down and about one. Yep, good tackle there by Chase Hagenmaker. But, uh, yeah, they're looking at third and short. So Sims goes out, in comes Colston. So if you're going to go third and short, might as well bring in the guy. Why not that you... bring him in? I, you know, I think you know, I think Coach is pretty much saying what they're fixing to do, and I don't see if Elkmont can stop it. So you got Colston in the backfield. 
Hillis going to under center. You got two splits to the near side. Everybody else is in tight. Now we're going to put some guys in motion. There's the snap. There's the handoff. And Colston's going to get the first down and then some. Pickup of about six yards on the play. First and ten, Ardmore, as he gets to about his own 48. It's like a snowball going downhill, dude. You just... <laughs> continues to pick up momentum as it goes. You start seeing more and more red jerseys accumulating on the snowball. He is a load. Uh, good tackle there by, um, well, I thought it was Brandon Clem and Austin Tucker. So, Ardmore in the huddle. Finally break the huddle. Hillis is going to go under center. He's got two back. Actually, he's got uh, Sims in the backfield. To his left, he's got Brody done. Now Brody and Houston Vickers are going to go in motion. Two splits to the far side. Hillis is going to hand it to Sims again. Sims is going to bounce it to the far side. He's going to pick up 10, probably 11, before he's pushed out of bounds and held Mont territory. Pushed out at about the 42-yard line of the Red Devils. So it'll be first. Now they're going to say he was short. They're going to say he was a yard short. So he picked up nine. Nope. They're going to spot him. All right, yeah, we're going to change the yard marker. There yeah. we go, first and ten. I'm getting ahead of myself, Todd. Well, it was close. I mean, I could, I could barely tell, and I got on binoculars, but a good tackle there by Nick Chambliss to bring him out. But, man, I mean, they can click off five to ten yards at a whack, it seems, seemingly every play. Um, the line is just dominating for Ardmore, and then your running backs are so good. So you got Sims. He's behind Hillis. He's going to stay in. you got two splits to the near side. They're going to hand it off to Sims again. He's going to try to take it up the middle, but he's got nowhere to go. He's actually going to lose a yard. So it'll bring second down for the Tigers. Yeah, he ran into a wall that time. Um, Three or four uh, Red Devils. um, Bryce played among some of them. So Ardmore in the huddle. Elkmont trying to hold firm with their 7-0 lead. Trying to keep Ardmore from getting closer to the end zone. So Hillis is going to go under center. He's got Colston in the backfield. Two splits to the near side. Hillis takes the snap. He's going to fake the handoff and roll to the near side and just kind of do a lob pass. We saw this last week. Hits Mr. Dunn right there, Brody Dunn. With a nice little pass, and uh, Brody looks like he picks up the first down. Yeah, that's a 12-yard gain for Ardmore. We saw that a lot last week with Elk. I mean, against uh, Tanner, where you're either going to hit Dunn or you're going to hit Vickers on a little rollout pass. That was a really pretty play. Um, Yeah, you mentioned that off air prior to the game. Um, Brian Boyd and uh, Chase Hagemaker, they're on the tackle. But, but man, that was was too easy. It really was. I mean – yeah, and when you got two big guys though, like Dunn and and uh, and Vickers, I mean they're 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 big targets. Yeah. So uh, and can move and can I mean, move. Yeah. So it looks like Dunn is going to be in the Wildcat formation. Everybody's bunched in right here. So Dunn's going to take it himself to the near side, crosses the thirty, is going to be brought down at about the twenty-seven yard line, twenty-six yard line. So it'll be second down and about six four seven four. The Ardmore Tigers. Yeah, Ryan Boyd and Caden Jackson there on the tackle. Um, but that's one of those. That was more. It's kind of like there's another one of those plays where yeah, you you call their name for the tackle, but it was more like they got ran into. They didn't really bring anybody down. Yeah, Dunn just falls forward and he's got yeah, himself yeah. a yard for the most part. So you saw, I saw Colson come back in as well as Hillis for Ardmore. So you know Hillis is going to be in at quarterback. Colston's going to be in at tailback. You're going to have two splits to the far side, two tight ends. Hillis under center, 
He's going to take the snap. He's going to fake. No, he's going to hand it off to Colston right up the middle. Kind of, kind of faked me off <laughs> just, just a little me bit. Up. I was looking at the quarterback. I ain't going to lie, buddy. Um, that was a nice, nice play, obviously, if it fooled both of us. Yep. Well, it's kind of hard to see because Hillis' back yeah. was to us, but uh, and we're kind of we're at a little different angle tonight in the press box. We're on the oh, far yeah, side yeah. of the left side of the press box. But, uh, but yeah, so that's going to be after Colston picks up a couple of yards, it's going to be third and about four for Ardmore at the Elkmont 23-yard line. Colston in at tailback. Hillis under center. Two splits to the far side. They're going to fake the handoff now, and Hillis is going to roll out, and he's just going to throw a dart right across the middle. But he threw it behind his intended receiver. The intended receiver was Vickers, but I'll tell you, Hillis took a shot right there after he let the ball go. That, and if I'm Coach Snyder, I'm scold. He had 15 yards of nothing but green grass in front of him to run. Nobody, no red jerseys on that side of the field. If nothing else, he gets the first oh, down. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You know, if it's second down, it's one thing. But third down, you've got to get that first. Absolutely. And he would he could have walked and got the first. So it's going to be fourth and about four for Ardmore to get the first down. Seeing, like, they said, like I said earlier, they're at the Elkmont 23-yard line. Looks like we got a timeout on the field. Yeah, I thought I heard a whistle, but nobody was stopping there. So it's an Elkmont timeout. That's going to be their first of the first half, so they've still got two to go. Ardmore hasn't used one. And with that timeout, we're going to take one as well. You're listening to Limestone County Football on Play Action Sports. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank and Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. Kirk Pierce, Todd Timerlin, Mr. Tim Lambert. You can go to do the you can go to tailgatetalk.net, enter your nominations for Applebee's Athlete of the Week, and vote on this week's poll. We'll announce the winner Saturday between 10 and noon on Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. The winner receives a gift card from Athens Applebee's and a Tailgate Talk t-shirt. From Gotcha Coverage, Screen Printing, and more. So nominate that person so that they can try to win them a gift card and a T-shirt. 7-21 left to play in the first half. Fourth down for Ardmore. Elkmont on top, 7 to nothing. But Ardmore with a chance to try to pick up a first down at the Elkmont 23-yard line. Looks like Hillis is under center with Sims as a lone tailback. He's going to hand the ball off to Sims. Sims going to be brought oh, down wow. in the backfield. Great defensive play by Elkmont. What a huge play by Clayton Bowley. He shot through there. Man, what a play. Um, what, three-yard, four-yard loss maybe? But just huge play on fourth down. And Elkmont's been making those plays on, on offense. Now they're getting to make that play on defense. Coach Pendergrass couldn't have called that one any better oh, no. himself, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, it, it was like they knew exactly what was going down. So, uh, And that very well could have been from game film and things of that nature. So that's a turnover right there on downs after a loss of play or a loss of uh, yardage right there. So it'll be first and 10 Elgmont from their own 25-yard line up 7 to nothing with 7-17 left to play in the first half. You know, Kirk, if you're looking at the stats of this game, and of course we don't have them, but you're probably thinking Ardmore's up 14 to nothing. Easily, but you know, uh, Elgmont with a, with a fighter mentality. Absolutely. 
Oh, oh bad no. snap right he over just... Allen's head. He's going to try to do something with it, but he should really just fall. Oh, oh, he's, he's going to flare. To the, wow. to the running back who just happened to be there, but that's still going to be a loss on the play. So it was Allen with a bad snap over his head, tried to pick it up, and then was tossed it to Boyd. Boyd picked up a couple of yards, but, uh, well, not not any yards. Yeah. He's still lost. But, but it could have been, been much worse. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, You're exactly right. Heard made the tackle, but, uh, um, but the snap wasn't low. No, the snap <laughs> wasn't low that time. <laughs> so they talked to him about the low snaps. Now he's got to work on the high ones. So here we go. And like I said, that's a tough thing for oh, a center. Yeah. It is a tough thing. Absolutely. So Allen in the shotgun. He's got Boyd back there with him. He's got two splits to the far side and also two to the near side. So everybody's out loose. Low snap. Allen's going to pick it up. He's going to throw the ball over to his intended receiver. Falls incomplete pass intended to, for Cole Holt. Uh, number four for Elgmont's going to be third and long for them from their own uh, deep in their own territory. I'll tell you what, Roe Allen's got, a, he's got an arm. That was a dart. Oh, he, he, he has shown us tonight he will throw that ball up. He's had some he's had some really good throws, both of them to uh, to Mikael Murray. Yeah. Murray scored the twenty two yard touchdown in the early in the first quarter, and then there was a nice yeah, pass, nice thirty one. yard pass to get out of deep in their own territory earlier. So Allen shotgun takes the snap. It's right on where it needs to be. He's going to throw the ball across the middle. Wow. Oh, oh, almost picked off pass intended yep. for Murray, but uh, kind of threw it a little too far ahead of him. In and out of the hands of Ardmore, and but uh, incomplete pass is what it is. So fourth and fourth down for Elkmont. Yeah, he had open receiver. Like you said, he led him too much. And uh, number thirteen, um, Jacob Sanchez had a, had a beat on it there for a second for an interception, but couldn't hold on to it. Back deep to receive the punt for Ardmore's Drew Daly, punting for the Elkmont Red Devils. It's Clayton Bowley. He had a punt earlier with some nice hang time, but he wants to punt this one a little deeper than he did the last one. He's standing at about his three, four yard line. Good snap. Punt is up. Oh, he gets a good punt right there. Daly's going to wave it off and it's going to be fielded at about the 36 yard line of Ardmore. Wow, what a punt there by Bowley. That's two That's really two, good punts yeah. and, that Bowley has had tonight. Uh, uh, Ryan Boyd ran that ball down, but I'm not so sure he might not have let that thing bounce one time because it very well could have kicked another 10 or 15 their way. Um, you know, and he was right there in front of it, so he could have probably stopped it. But, well, it's definitely yeah. hard to do. Hard to hard to figure out what you're what you're going to do right now. We're in a heat timeout, but I think we'll keep it here because Todd, I think we've got some scores. I think uh, our scores are brought to us by. Uh, Lincoln Limestone County Commission Chairman, Mr. Colin Daly. So just as uh, kind of keeping up with some scores tonight, Todd, Lexington right now on top of Tanner, 19-6. to That's in the first quarter. Athens and James Clement. That's, that's got to be a good game. And it shows it is right now. Athens sitting on top of James Clement, 7-6 to in that first quarter as well. Mars Hill, 6. East Limestone, nothing in the second quarter. And Lauderdale County, 8. Wilson's nothing in the second quarter as well. So uh, it's a lot of football going on tonight. Um, just some... Some of our Limestone County games yeah. and Athens City games, and, and we got us a good one up here in Elkmont, Alabama. We sure do. Sure do. Boss Hill Stadium, and uh, it is a capacity crowd on both sides. You've got both bands. It's such a great sight to see after everything we dealt with last year. Oh, my goodness. Having see a crowd and, and just a lot of things. Seeing people that be able to congregate with one another, and, and uh, you know, yeah, this is what football's meant to be. That's exactly right. So, first and 10 for Ardmore, 6 11, left to play in the first half. 
Hillis is just going to hand it off to Colston right up the middle. But I'm telling you, man, our Elkmont defense is trying to beat in on Mr. Colston, and he only picks up a couple of yards on that carry. Yeah, the uh, line of scrimmage is doing a much better job of, of not getting blown out. Um, number 51, um, Denny Marshall in Hunter Field and 52 there on that tackle. But, but Armour's so much bigger, it seems, up front. I'm thinking as, as, as the game continues to go and as humid and hot as it is, you're going to, unless, you know, because Elmont's not deep. They're just not. So I'm not, you're going to look for them to get wore out. Jeez. And there we said it. Mr. Colston takes the ball right up off the right side, bounces it to the outside, picks up the first down and extra yardage. So that's a nice 20 yard gain there by Colston as he crosses into Elkmont territory. Yeah, Chase Hagemaker, number 12, um, kind of trips him up by the ankle. If not, you're calling him up at the five yard line right about now. So first and 10 from the Elkmont 47-yard line. Hillis in the shotgun. He's got Colston right behind him. Two splits to the near side, one to the far side. Shotgun. Hillis going to drop back to pass. He's got a man right there. It's going to fall in and out of the hands. Pass intended for Dunn. Um, Not bad coverage. Um, You had Chase Hagemacher out there. But – Nice throw. I mean, he should have. I mean, hit him in the hands. I don't know what else he can do with it. <laughs> well, this is the tight end coming across on yeah. a drag. Nice and, route too, wasn't he? Beautiful route. Beautiful route. You can tell these guys, both teams, well coached. Both teams. Oh yeah, both teams. Um, I'm liking what we're seeing on both sides. Absolutely. Different. So much different <laughs> too is. than what we've seen in the past from both of these teams. Yeah. You're exactly right. So you got Hillis, shotgun. Going to put a man in motion. He's going to hand it to Colston up the middle. Colston's going to bounce it to the outside again. He's got every bit of 10 yards wow. and maybe a couple of more. So he picks up another Ardmore first down as he plows his way forward to about the 38-yard line. Looks like that's where they're going to spot it. Nice game by, right there by Colston. Yeah, you had um, Jaden Kohler and Chase Hagemaker kind of, for lack of a better word, Treat him a little bit, push him a little out of bounds a little bit. Do what you got to do to get yeah, him down. Anything just to get him out. Pistol formation by Hillis. Colston's behind him. He's going to drop back to pass. He's going to throw it across to the outside in the flat. Pass intended for Dunn again. But uh, same in and place, out of his hands. Same, yeah, same play, same results. Um, yeah, that's he's not going to go back to the sideline after this year. <laughs> he has dropped two passes that really probably should have been caught. Oh, yeah. Now, we can't see how close he is to the sidelines, but it looks like those balls are right there uh, where they need there to was, be. Uh, I think, yeah, I think there was a good bit of grass between him and the out of bounds, but still. So Ardmore is going to call their yeah. first time out of the first half oh. with 4.48 left to play in the first half. Elkmont on top, 7 to nothing. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have some more football action for you right here at Limestone County Football and Play Action Sports. Hey, this is Jim from Lawler's Barbecue. A lot of you folks out there keep asking where we cook our barbecue because you don't see pits and smoke. Well, guess what? You never will because we cook it in Lewisburg, Tennessee at our USDA facility so that we can maintain consistency and quality so no matter which store you come to, you get the same great taste. Phillip's been cooking barbecue since 1978, and I promise you, he's got the hang of it. He's been doing it so long, he doesn't want to be cremated. He's asked to be slowly smoked over glowing hickory coals. So come try some Lawler's Barbecue at any of our seven locations today. Lawler's Barbecue. Cook slow, serve fast. Enter your name for Lawler's Fan of the Week on PASnetwork.net. We'll announce the winner of during the postgame show tonight of each Limestone County game. The winner gets $20 Tasty Bucks from Lawler's Barbecue. Uh, you'll have uh, two weeks to pick up uh, the uh, Tasty Bucks if yes. uh, you are the winner. 
But uh, we'll bring that to you next uh, and, at the end of the ball game tonight. And if you don't pick it up, I know somebody who will. Hey, I tell you what, man, I'll give me some flowers <laughs> in a heartbeat. <laughs> Good to go with some right now. Yep. All right, so you got second and long, or second and ten for Ardmore. They're going to try another pass out to to number two pass caught by Kurt or Cruz Luter. Sorry, check that Cruz Luter. I haven't turned the lights on in the press box. It's getting a little dark. Yep. <laughs> uh, Nick Chambliss out there on, on the coverage. That's boy, that's right at the marker. Are they moving the chains? Are they looking at it? I think they're looking at it. It was like right there at it. Can't see what we got going on down there. Oh, they got. It looks like the chains tied up a little bit. Yeah, they when they went out of bounds, the players ran into it. So we've got uh, 441 after a completion from uh, Trevor Sims to Cruz Luter. So we're trying to figure out the spot right now. Looks like at least a nine-yard gain. Uh, they're going to – yeah, it looks like they unraveled the chain right there. So it's going to be second and about one – we'll say two. Second and two uh, after the completion to Luter. And uh, he was pushed out of bounds after the AR reception. All right, so Hillis, shotgun, Colston in the backfield behind him. One split to the near side. He's got two to the far side. Hillis going to put a man in motion. He's just going to do that nice little uh, that little kind of underhand pitch right there to the man in motion, number 18 for uh, Ardmore. That is Devlin Jarrett. Picks up the first down and got a couple of more. Tigers pick up the first down on the play. A couple of more yards. Yeah, great tackler by Chase Hagemaker to, to bring him down. Brought him down with authority. So just over four minutes left to play in the first half. Elkmont on top, seven to nothing. Hillis, shotgun, puts another man in motion. He's going to fake it to Colston. He's going to try to hit his man in the flat. He's got him. Going to be brought down after about a six, seven-yard gain. So, that was a nice little play right there. Oh, it was a nice little swing pass right out there to number eight, Tyler Thompson. Caden uh, Jackson um, did a good job there. Couldn't quite keep the prevent the ball from being caught, but he made a good tackle once once it, he did catch it. But man, they're moving the ball in, in a lot of different ways right now. Yeah, like I said earlier, man, if we saw the stats, there's no way you'd say they were down seven to nothing. So second and about four. Ardmore driving. They are spotted at about the twelve, the 14-yard line. They're just going to hand it to oh, Sims as he tries to get a, get around to the outside. But Sims is going to be brought down. A little extra action on the far side by uh, Ardmore and Elgmont. But uh, that's going to bring up third down. Nice tackle from uh, the defense. Yeah, Hunter Fielding, number 52, shot through that line. And, uh, you know, wasn't able to get all of him, but got enough of his ankles and legs there to bring him down. So third and four, ball at the 12-yard line of Elkmont. So the Tigers break the huddle. Hillis is going to go, looks like he's going to go under center. He's still got number 15, Sims, in the backfield. Two splits to the near side. Going to put two men in motion. They're going to come over here to the near side. I'm going to bet they're going to hand it off, and he's going to try to go, and he's going to be brought down to the backfield again. Nice tackle there by Elkmont, number seven. Clayton Bowley, man. That's twice he's been able to shoot through that line 
almost and that might have been another one of those deals where game film kind of seen it before knew what to do because uh, that's twice he's been able to do that so i'm going to call it right now you're going to see misdirection off of that motion in a little oh while. yeah and it's going to eat them up <laughs> you're going to see it absolutely I, I agree that's a great point so you're going to see a little bootleg by the quarterback or something all right it's fourth down ardmore's going for it from from the elkmont 14 there's the bootleg right there. Uh, Hillis is going to try oh, to throw he's it. Got a man he's got his man open. right there, and he's got. Looks like he's got the first down. That is that is Brody Dunn is your receiver. He gets the first down. So right there, all all Hillis had to do was just throw it right. In yeah, his chest. number twenty four Maddox Dorning was wide open in the middle of the end zone. But as he was, you know, when you're running for your life looking for an open man, you obviously can't spot everybody. So but got, huge play, fourth down, get your first absolutely. down. Absolutely, that's what you alive. needed. Right here, especially at the end of the quarter, going into halftime, they, they need to score bad. So it's a minute 30 left to play in the first half. Elkmont on top, 7 to nothing. Um, Elkmont trying to dig their heels in and keep them out of, keep Ardmore out of the it end zone. It seems to be kind of lazadaisical here and letting the clock run. Uh, with, I mean, what's up? Uh, well, maybe maybe uh, they're trying to figure out. Well, I don't know. I, 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 you uh, they've got two timeouts, based on my knowledge. This is where I wish we had a sideline reporter. Tim, we need a sideline yeah. reporter. So Ardmore's going to call timeout with Weird. 109 left to play in the first half. Elkmont on top, 7 to nothing. So with that, we'll take a break. You're listening to Limestone County Football and Play Action Sports. Technology is a great thing, but sometimes a camera in your phone just isn't enough. That's where Down Home Portraits comes in. Robbie Newport at Down Home Portraits can capture any event you like. Sports, family, parties, or senior portraits. Call Robbie at Down Home Portraits at 777-3528. Visit them on Facebook or online at downhomeportraits.zenfolio.com. Down Home Portraits, 777-3528. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports Network. Minute nine left to play in the first half in Elkmont, Alabama. Elkmont on top of the visiting Ardmore Tigers, seven to nothing in the first half. You can look for the monthly Play Action Sports column in Athens now. Now, what we'll do is we'll update you on what's been happening in local sports news as well as upcoming games and events. The paper is free and available at businesses all around the area. Now, Todd, uh, you're right. Ardmore kind of let that clock keep ticking before they called the timeout. There's a minute nine left now, unless you're trying to trying to punch it in with very well, little yeah, time I, left. Yeah, and I get on. that, but but you do that when you're a little bit closer to the end. I mean, like on a one or something. Yeah. I mean, so the ball spotted at about the eight yard line, first and goal for Ardmore. That was a quick snap. I don't think they were ready for it. Brody Dunn gets it from the Wildcat formation and is brought down after about a two yard gain. So it's going to bring up second down. Ardmore's got one timeout left, and the clock is under a minute right now. I don't think he was ready for that snap. No, no, no. It was kind of funny. I tell you what, they're still not seemingly getting in a hurry. Here we go. Get the ball. So it is a stacked backfield. Brody Dunn's going to take the snap again, and he's going to kind of try to bull his way forward. He's going to get brought down short of the end zone. They're going to say it's third down. So it's probably third down and about the one-yard line, third and goal for Ardmore. We're at 30 seconds left. I know Ardmore's got one timeout left, but I don't think he's going to want to use it. Yeah, he is going to use it right there. So Coach uh, Coach Schneider's going to use his final timeout of the first half, but we'll keep it here. 
as we will just talk a little bit about this. You got 24 seconds left to play in the first half, so you know what you're going to do. I mean, you got you got two downs to punch it in, but you don't have any more timeouts after no, that. No, so this is really the time you need to um, need to get it in there. I, yeah, because um, Andy, throw a run. If you run, you probably don't have enough time to line back up. To well, kill the clock. yeah, you're you're right. You I mean, know what but, I'm saying? I mean, but you're so close to the end zone uh, with your backs that you have. I think you got to try oh, I, to punch it in. I agree. And, I mean, with uh, that because they haven't been able to stop it. But boy, if they do, yeah, you're not getting any points on the board. Probably. I think if you're Coach Snyder, if 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 you can't punch it in from one yard out with those guys right yeah. there, that he's he's che- he's te- he's he's asking them to check their manhood right now because yeah. he's and there's a them. couple of formations I've noticed they've had that they've actually run in the middle of the field that would look like it was supposed to be on you know right there at the goal line where everything was tight. And they are. They're big. Yeah, they I are mean, big. You put, you put all them in tight, and you hand that ball off the coast, and you're right. There's absolutely no reason why they shouldn't be able to punch it in. Now, if Elkmont can hold them, they get the ball to start the second half. So, uh, we'll see what happens. It's You can hear the crowd, the Elkmont crowd, coming alive right here. Trying to have a goal line stand. 25 seconds left to play in the first half. Elkmont on top, 7 to nothing. Ardmore at the Elkmont one-yard line. I bet they do a quarterback sneak or give it straight up to Colston. That's what they're going to do. Give it to Colston. He's going to punch it in. Ooh, no. Well, oh, yeah, he is in. Barely. I tell you Barely what, gets in. That was beyond barely. I'm not. I tell you, another yard out. He's ooh, not in. Oh, no, not even a half yard. His, he is his knee was really close. I was looking at through the binoculars. It was really close to being down before that ball punched over the goal line. But you know what? Hats off to the. To the play calling, to the line, especially for blocking, and uh, that's huge. They really needed that score, something fierce, especially with Elkmont getting the ball back to start the second half. So Colston punches it in from about a yard and a half about uh, for an Ardmore touchdown, but Elkmont's going to go ahead and take a timeout uh, before the extra point is kicked with 21 seconds left, so we'll take a quick timeout as well. You're listening to Limestone County Football on Play Action Sports. Come on out to Village Pizza on the Athens Square for the best freshly made pizza, wings, pasta, sandwiches, salads, and more. Folks from all over the southeast rave about their food, service, and great atmosphere. See for yourself. Village Pizza, 222 West Market Street in Athens. Since 1951, Cream Delight in Athens has been a valley tradition. From their upside-down banana split and milkshakes to chili dogs and pretzels, Cream Delight has served generations from the same walk-up location. Cream Delight, 401 West Washington Street in Athens. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports Network. Ardmore just punched it in to uh, get their first touchdown of the game. 21 seconds left to play in the first half. They're lining up for the extra point, number 99 for Ardmore. That is Jeffrey Rodriguez attempting the extra point. The snap is down. The kick is up. And it is no good. He is short. He is short. So good timeout call right there by Coach Pendergrass. Maybe got in, uh, maybe got in uh, Rodriguez's head just a little bit. So uh, Ardmore, uh, well, I mean, uh, check that. Elkmont is going to take a one-point lead into halftime uh, with 21 seconds left to play in the first half. Elkmont on top, 7-6 to six right now. Now, you, uh, have you ever seen that before? Oh, yeah. Have you? I haven't. See an extra point short like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, high um, school football, man. Well, it's, I mean, I know. And I know, you know, but, I mean, wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, high it school. Been, it was dead center. He nailed now, that. He, I tell you this, um, Rodriguez was spot on last week. He he hit all of his extra points with plenty of distance and height. So, 
Maybe so that was just something funky. Yeah, there. maybe he maybe slipped a little bit. That maybe he didn't have his laces out. Maybe the laces weren't yeah, out. There you, go. you know, you never know. It could be anything that keeps them from uh, getting that extra point. But right there, with uh, 21 seconds left to play in the first half, looks like Elkmont could take this lead into halftime, seven to six, on top of the. Uh, Cross County visiting rivals from Ardmore. So, man, if you're, if you're Chambliss and Murrah back deep to receive for the Red Devils. Kick is up. It's going to be a high, just kind of a kind of a high kick, and it's going to be short. Uh, after Holt is going to be the one who received it at about the 36-yard line. So it'll be first and ten for Elkmont with 20 seconds. What do you do? What do you do? Um, well, Todd, that's why I asked. Right? I don't know, man. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> me would take a knee and go in. Go in with a one-point lead? I would. But okay, you wouldn't take a shot at the end zone with knowing, that, an arm. knowing that Allen and Murrah have connected uh, on a couple of deep passes? I just, my thing is, things, you're up. You're up one point, and statistically you're getting plowed. Well, it looks like Coach Pendergrass yeah. listened to you. He's going he's gonna to take a knee. He's taking that tight formation. He's going to go ahead and take the knee and uh, take this one-point lead into halftime, and that's exactly what has happened. Elkmont snap right there to Allen, and he takes a, he takes a knee. And right there, that is uh, this is a tight ball game, and it is a good one here in Boss Hill Stadium in Elkmont, Alabama. This is Play Action Sports Network. Elkmont on top of Ardmore right now at halftime, 7-6. You're listening to Limestone County Football on Play Action Sports. Time for our Play Action Sports sideline shout-out. A tip of the hat from the head coaches to their assistants on the sidelines. Elkmont coach Michael Pendergrass. Three coaches to kind of point out for me is, uh, of course, our strength coach, Colton Lovern. You go to 3A school, not a lot of people, you know, able to hire one of those, so he's been doing a great job. When I took this job, a lot of the kids were, you know, were way behind on, uh, you know, strength-wise. So uh, he's been a, he's been doing a good job of getting those guys building strength, and you can kind of see the definition starting to change, you know, over the past, you know, two to three months. Kids are gaining five, six, seven, eight pounds. Another guy I'd like to point out is, you know, my offensive coordinator, Matt Smith, uh, doing a great job. He comes from Danville and coaching at some larger schools in South Alabama. But he lives in Madison, and so he's been doing a great job. Um, as far as getting the players and, and doing a good job of, you know, calling plays. And, um, I thought he did a really good job of gassing. And, you know, and he kind of, you know, beat himself up and calling plays against uh, uh, Randolph, you know, as far as because, you know, didn't move the ball very well. So he came in and revisited some things and, and does a good job of just kind of, you know, talking to the players, you know, coaching the players, and really does a good job of connecting with the players. And uh, third one I'd like to mention is Patrick Chambliss, my defense coordinator, obviously. And he does a good job, and he's been around Elkmont for a little while. And, so him and I are running the defense, so he does a good job of working with me and getting those players ready and coaching our linebackers up. And I think we've become better tacklers over the past few weeks since we've been practicing because of him. And linebackers are making good reads and, and looking good on the film and making those guys better. Um, those guys work hard and probably are three hardest working coaches that we have as far as that goes. They're up here all the time analyzing film and, and doing what it takes and you know trying to get this thing turned around and making our players the best that they can be. Next, Ardmore coach Jonathan Snyder. Tim Jones is our, our running backs coach. Tim Jones is a is a legend here at, at Ardmore High School, uh, known as a, you know, everybody loves Coach Jones. Uh, he actually went to Elkmont last year uh, and came back uh, with us this time. And, uh, you know, I got him hired late, which was then he stepped right in. Uh, hadn't done varsity football in a while. Uh, had been doing some middle school stuff, but, 
has stepped in and done a great job with our running backs. Is a good person, you know, strong Christian man that that loves the kids, that loves Ardmore, that loves to see them succeed, uh, and will do anything in the world that I ask him to do, and does a really, really good job with our kids. Bryant Wells is an up and comer when it comes to the football coaches. Uh, you know, he's young, uh, he's full of energy, he's willing to learn, willing to do things the right way. Uh, has actually been a coordinator before, even as, as young as he is, was a coordinator right out of college or, or early in his 20s. You know, so he's been there. He's, he's called plays. Uh, of course, he, me and him are a lot alike because our fathers were both head coaches, so we were coaches' sons growing up. You know, we played for our dads. And, uh, you know, so we have a lot of things in common, even though he is a little bit younger than I am. Bryant coaches our wide receivers, uh, does a phenomenal job with those guys. It's very... Uh, energetic. He's very locked in to, to teaching the, our kids to do the small things right. You know, does a really, really good job of, of creating that that personal relationship with our kids. Our kids respect him, uh, much like they do all of our coaches, but our kids respect him and they play hard for him. That's tonight's sideline shout-out. We'll be back with a halftime show after this from Play Action Sports. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the County Commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank and Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports Network. You're listening to us as we're here in Elkmont, Alabama at Boss Hill Stadium. Elkmont on top of Ardmore right now, 7-6 to six at halftime. What we're going to do is we're going to let you enjoy some of the sounds of the marching bands from both schools. Right now you're listening to the pride of the state line Ardmore marching band, and right after that you'll listen to the Elkmont Red Devils marching band at halftime. Again, your score, Elkmont on top of Ardmore at halftime, 7-6. to six. We'll be back in a little bit to bring you second-half action.
The 2021 Ardmore High School Band is under the direction of head, head band director Aaron Wyden and assistant band director Nick Murphy. The drum majors are senior Allison Broadway and junior Anna Payne. We thank you for your kind attention and support this evening. Technology is a great thing, but sometimes a camera in your phone just isn't enough. That's where Down Home Portraits comes in. Robbie Newport at Down Home Portraits can capture any event you like. Sports, family, parties, or senior portraits. Call Robbie at Down Home Portraits at 777-3528. Visit them on Facebook or online at downhomeportraits.zenfolio.com. Down Home Portraits, 777-3528. Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it. And that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Davis & Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis & Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis & Cole LLP. Hey guys, this is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by, and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Taking his hand, helping each other home. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama. Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real solutions for real estate. Drum Major Jessica Duggar, is your band ready?
Ladies and gentlemen, the Altmont High School Red Devil Band. And don't forget about our car show tomorrow, 10 to 2. Gin House Barbecue has been an Elkmont tradition for many years, and that tradition continues today. Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites, as well as some tasty new additions. Barbecue pork, ham and chicken, St. Louis-style ribs, catfish, pork chops, hamburger steak, just to name a few. They're open early for breakfast, too, so take a drive up to 18060 Upper Fort Hampton Road in Elkmont, just three-tenths of a mile east of Highway 127. Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you. Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue and Elkmont Tradition. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank and Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Athens Utilities comprises Athens Electric, Athens Gas, and Athens Water Services. Together, we are committed to providing reliable and affordable electricity, natural gas, and water and wastewater services. We operate as part of the City of Athens, and just like our city's motto of Athens is classic, southern, character, we believe in supporting what makes our community special. And that includes Athens and Limestone County Sports. Call 233-8750, go by their office at 508 South Jefferson Street, or look for the link online at AthensAL.us. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer, with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South, Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99 and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair makes that a thing of the past with 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports Network. We're at Boss Hill Stadium for Elkmont and Ardmore. And uh, right now the home team in Elkmont, the Red Devils, on top of the Ardmore Tigers 7-6 to at halftime. Todd, been a really good game this first oh, half. Goodness, man. It, I mean, you, you told me off air prior to the game about the Colson kid and, and, and how hard he ran and everything, and, and you didn't lie about that for sure. And you talked about some of the other kids in the line, and, um, you know, you build them right to the truth. And like I said earlier, if, if, and we don't have the stats, but we had them in front of us, you would, you would think that Armour was just smoking the Dead Devils right now. But to their credit, huge plays. That fourth down touchdown was the fourth and 22. Uh, third down in, in their own part of the, the field and, and, and get, what, like a 20-yard completion. 
um, when they were, you know, kind of deep in their own bats. territory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, and then, you know, they recovered some fumbles and, and made some other good plays defensively, had a big stand. So, um, they made the plays when they had to make them, and that's why they're winning seven to six. Well, that's that's something. That's a testament to the coaching staff for Elkmont head coach uh, Jonathan. I mean, uh, Michael Pendergrass. Uh, on the Elkmont side, has uh, really prepared this team. Saw some game film from last week's Ardmore Tanner game, and and uh, he's made a couple of calls defensively that he kind of oh, knew yeah. where Snyder was headed. I mean, he called them both perfect. I mean, absolutely perfect. Same kid both times, Clayton Bowley, who who made those plays. Um, I really truly think that was a testament to the game field and preparation off the field because it was like you said, it was almost like they knew what was coming and. My, my only concern for the Red Devils is, you know, I mentioned before, they're, they're just not as big and they're certainly not as deep. And I think middle of this third quarter goes, and it depends on what they do offensively on this first drive. If they can hold the ball, um, keep it out of Ardmore's hands, you know, maybe. But I just feel like Ardmore's going to eventually just wear them, plumb down, to be honest. And you're going to see a running show for sure. Well, they, I hope Mike gets a chance to uh, show that because they'll have a um – They'll have it offensively when we uh, when we start the second half. Just as a recap of how the scoring kind of went, uh, the opening line of the first play from the line of scrimmage for Ardmore. Ardmore elected to receive the first half kickoff uh, to start the game, and uh, the first play from scrimmage, uh, Colston breaks a nice little looks like seven eight yard run, and then he coughs the ball up. Elkmont recovers, and they're able to drive it down. Twenty two yard touchdown pass from. Uh, from Allen to uh, from Roe Allen to, to Mikhail Murrah, uh, that puts Elkmont on top for pretty much the entire first half, and then uh, and then the uh, Ardmore Tigers come back and we're able to drive down uh, towards the end of the first half and score with about 21 seconds left to play in the first half. Colston with a big two-yard touchdown run, but uh, the extra point uh, was no good, and that's where we're set right now. Elkmont. On top of Ardmore, seven to six. We got about a minute and a half before kickoff uh, the second half. What we're going to do is take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have some second half action for you. Limestone County football, right here on Play Action Sports. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank and Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Hey guys, this is Joanna with CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. I'd like to personally invite you to our storefront. While you're here, you'll find a variety of Bibles, children's gift items, trustworthy study materials, and more. Come check out our children's section. It's filled with Bible stories, picture books, games, toys, and a growing selection of homeschool materials. Here at CEI Bookstore, our goal is to provide you with trustworthy resources to bring you and your family closer to God. Stop by, and our friendly staff will be happy to help you find material that fits you and your family's needs. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Taking his hand, helping each other home. Gin House Barbecue has been an Elkmont tradition for many years, and that tradition continues today. Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites as well as some tasty new additions. Barbecue pork, ham and chicken, St. Louis-style ribs, catfish, pork chops, hamburger steak, just to name a few. They're open early for breakfast, too. So take a drive up to 18060 Upper Fort Hampton Road in Elkmont, just three-tenths of a mile east of Highway 127. Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you. 
Call 732-4579. Jim House Barbecue and Elkmont Tradition. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. As we get ready to start the second half at Boss Hill Stadium, Elkmont's going to receive the opening or the uh, second half kickoff, and uh, the kick is up by Jeffrey Rodriguez. It's kind of a short, high end over end kick. It's going to be fielded at about the 31 yard line by Elkmont, and that's where we're going to start. Uh, first and 10 for Elkmont from their own 31 yard line. So here we go. We'll see what uh, kind of if any adjustments were made. Um, I mean, Elmont did some pretty good things offensively. They really did. I mean, they had those big plays, obviously, but we'll see if they can put together a drive drive here. So, Roe Allen in the shotgun. He's going to take a low snap. He's going to hand it off to number five. That is Boyd, and Boyd's not going to really have a whole lot of room there, and he's going to be brought down by a couple of slow to get up is Mr. Boyd. Uh, that is uh, Ryan Boyd, number five. Loss of about a yard on the play. It's going to bring up second down for the Red Raider, uh, Red Devils. Well, after taking that big hit from uh, number 88, Houston Vickers, I'd probably be getting up a tad slow, too. But he's up, and he's in the backfield, yep. so he wants some more. I don't blame him. That's what they're here for. That's what right. you work hard. That's what two-a-days and summer sweat exactly. does. You don't want to stay out after you've worked as Man, hard as you no. have. We'll be out there on that field. Absolutely. Roe Allen is your quarterback. Shotgun, single back. Beside him is Boyd. Two splits to the far side, one to the near side. Oh. High snap. Allen's going to try. He's going to keep it himself. He's going to run it up the middle. He's going to pick up about a yard, uh, going to maybe get two. So it'll be third and long for the Red Devils. That's another snap uh, problem right there. That was about three of them in the first half. Uh, don't want Something you don't want to do. Got to lock that down. Yeah, Christian Etheridge and um, number 31, Hayden Durham in there. Hayden was the one that finally brought him down. But, yeah, low snaps, high snaps. Um, we've had and then mostly good in between, but um, you got to clean that up. Yeah, absolutely. All right, here's what we got. Third and long, two splits to the far side. Ball spotted at about the 31-yard line of Elgmont. That's a good snap right there. Yep. Allen's going to drop back to pass. He's going to look for Murrah. Murrah's not going to – he's not covered, but Allen's going to keep it himself. He's going to cross the 30 down to about the 36-yard line and brought down deep block on that field. Throw Allen will keep it on the play. He's going to pick up six yards. going to be fourth down. Got a man down on the field. Player down. Um, yeah, Hayden Durham did a great job on the tackle. Um, that looks like to be number one, um, Drew Daly, for the Armour Tigers who went down. But you know what? He's, uh, like you just said, sticking in there, staying tough and getting up and staying in the game. Yeah, yeah they're going to go. take him out. Yeah, I, I he think needed a, to come out. He did. You know, um, with today, with the things that we know today, yes. you got after he takes he a block like that, you know, that's a, that's a, that was a good block by Murrah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was, uh, it was clean. a clean block, clean. but it was a hard but one. But it was a hit. <laughs> it was a hit. Absolutely. He felt it, to say the least. So you got Bowley back there to kick the punt, and he, nice deep punt oh, again. That's going to be. That's going to be about the 25. Yeah. It's going to keep rolling past the 20 down to about the 17-yard line. A nice punt. Bowley has been a He's been punter. a machine. That wasn't as high as some of the other ones he's had, but he's been effective every time, and um, that's a great weapon to have. You know, he can change field position big time like that. So you've got Ardmore deep in their own territory. Ball spotted at uh, the – they're going to say the 18-yard line. So it'll be first and 10, Ardmore from their own 18, 9.57 left to play in the third quarter. Elkmont on top, 7-6. to six. You got Hillis in the pistol formation. You've got Colston in the backfield beside him, two splits to the near side, one to the far side. you got two big tight ends. Uh, actually, you've got uh, yeah, two big tight ends right over there on the, on the far side. 
They're going to give it to Colston. Colston's going to take it to the far side on the right-hand side. He's going to get about two, three yards. Hard running, but uh, Elkmont's going to bring him down. Yeah, good job there. I'm trying to see. Baldy was in there, and I, don't, I couldn't tell who the other young man was at say because I want to give him credit. He's coming up limping as well. So he took a shot. Yeah, uh, number five, um, Ryan Boyd. Yeah, Ryan took the initial hit, and he's feeling it. Now, Ryan is also the tailback, so he's playing both ways. Yeah. He's playing in the free safety slot for Elkmont and is also a running back. So, and, 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 you know, that's been another thing. We've caught a whole lot of tackles by the secondary tonight. Well, when so, Colston gets a head of steam, he, yeah. he's hard to bring down, and he's usually in the second secondary. And as I say it, he's going right, right now. Crosses the 40, down to the 50. Right. He's past the 50. It's a foot race. He's going to try to cut Look it back on the inside, able to get past that tackle, Holy down to the 10, smoke. pushed out of bounds at about the 7, 8 yard. Line. No, they're going to say he's out of bounds at the four. Wow. First Dude. and goal, Ardmore. Great run by, <laughs> by Colston. I'm going to tell you, he is a low. Thomas that Colston. That was incredible to watch, man. I mean, Dude, so what do they got him listed as? How much? 221 or something like he's that? He's 226. He's a 226. junior, 226 running back. And people it, don't think he's not. He can run over you, around you, and through you, and he's got some speed to go He was with. able to uh, do a nice little cutback yes, to keep that, keep that run going. Did that cutback at the 20-yard line, able to stiff arm one defender yeah, and take it Coder, all the way down. Yeah, yeah. Jaden had a link on him, but uh, he took care of him real quick. So they've got the ball spotted at the seven-yard line. First and goal, Ardmore Tigers on the open on their drive, first drive of the second half. Colston's in the backfield. Nice run by him. Hillis under center. Why not give it to the big man right up the middle? He's going to oh. hit that hole, and he's going to be met by the entire defensive line of Elkmont for probably about a two-yard gain. So it'll be second and goal for Ardmore. Yeah, big stick there by Elkmont player. Let's see who that was. Well, like Bowley was in there. Yep, that was Bowley that came up and made that play. Um, he took a lick, though. He did. Now, I tell you, not only do you have Colston, and you've also got uh, Brody Dunn, over 200 pounds, and in, 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 uh, Houston Vickers uh, from the tight end and the, the halfback and the tailback slot, but you've got a uh, average – of over 280 on that offensive yeah. line by Ardmore. So there, there's some yeah. hosses up there. Hillis under center. He's got his other back in the backfield, Trevor Sims. Brody is going to take a go in motion. He's going to hand it off to Sims. Sims going to take it off to the right side. He's going to fall forward. He is in the end zone. Touchdown, Ardmore. Didn't have to go far. Yeah. Uh, tell you what, that was, um, that was a fast drive. Of course, he had that one big long run there by Colston, but – um, I, I'm thinking it's kind of foreshadowing, foreshadowing the things to come rest of this half. I'm just hope not. You know, hopefully Elkmont can uh, hang in there defensively. But. So right there with 8.06 left to play in the third quarter, Ardmore's going to do kind of an offset. They got two people in the backfield going to put uh, Brody in motion, and they're going to just kind of sling pass it up, and nice. that's going to be a two-point conversion. Two-point conversion two number two, that is uh, Cruz Luter. His pass to Brody Dunn is good. That two-point conversion, so that puts Ardmore on top of Elkmont, fourteen to seven, with eight oh six left to play in this first, second, or third quarter. Man, I'm just going. I'm going to run down the numbers till I get the right one. First, second, third. Who threw that ball? That was Cruz. Cruz Luter threw that ball. Number two. So what you had was an offset line. You had all the linemen all on the far left side. And then uh, Brody Dunn went in motion, and then uh, he was able to swing pass over, or able to swing into the far corner, and then Luter was able to hit him for the two point conversion. I think, I think that formation confused Elmont a little bit. I mean, it almost looked 
not like a valid formation when they first lined up. But um, I mean, obviously, it was you got to have a certain amount of men on the line of scrimmage. Didn't necessarily matter where. So, um, but uh, that was a really well designed play and executed play as well. Well, I'm sure Coach Snyder, when he looks, he, he kind of if, if if he sees something, if he doesn't see the majority of them go with you know the off that line over there, then maybe he runs it over to the swing pass over to the left. So. Uh, well, that's your score right there, 14-7. to 7. Ardmore able to finally take the lead with 8.06 left to play in this third quarter. And also in that kind of play, if, if everybody kind of goes with Brody, then it just leaves wide open grass for Cruz just to run in. You know, A lot of things you can do out of that. So it's a high kick fielded at about the 15-yard line by number eight. Uh-oh. That is Allen. That is Brody Allen, your quarterback. He fielded that ball. Great return right there for Elmont, giving them really good field position. They're going to start it at about the 43-yard line, so first and 10. Great run there by Allen. Great run. Good tackle there, too, by number 23, um, Peyton Hurd. Because uh, if he hadn't made it, there was still plenty more room to run. He only had a couple men to beat. And he did. He, he just uh, – wasn't able to break those tackles, but again, nice return there by thirty-yard return by uh, by uh, Roe Allen, who uh, was back deep to receive that kickoff, and he is your quarterback, and he is breaking the huddle right there. Two splits to the far side. He's got two to the near side. He's got one running back back there with him, number five. That is Boyd. Roe Allen, shotgun formation, puts a man in motion. He's going to hand it to the man in motion. That's number two. That is Chase. Chamberlain, good cut back, crosses the 50 down into Ardmore territory. Brought down is Chambliss, number two. Nice run. So he's going to be, after the nine-yard carry, he's going to be second and one. Good run there. Yeah, it looked like he was going nowhere until he cut back. Um, Houston Vickers and um, number 13, Jacob Sanchez, there on the tackle. But, yeah, it looked like he was pretty much going to just run straight out of bounds. But he did a wonderful job on that cutback. So uh, Ryan Boyd, the running back, number five, he comes out to take a breather on the sidelines. New running back back there for Elkmont. That is number 21. Caden Jackson is your running back. He is a uh, senior running back. He's back there to block. Swing pass out to number 10 for Elkmont. That's going to be a first down. Good reception from Allen to Ty Roberts. First to 10, Red Devils. Nice little play there. Um, Brody Dunn on the tackle. Pretty good coverage between him and Drew Daly, number one. But, uh. Well done by Elmont to execute that first down. I'm gonna tell you, I love the way both of these coaches are calling this offense. I love the 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 kind of the 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 what do you call it the, the fast paced offense yep. that the Red Devils are bringing. Coach Pendergrass really bringing in Coach Snyder with some nice elements that he can work with on the Ardmore side as well. First and ten for Elkmont from the Ardmore 46 yard line. Allen dropping Uh-oh. back to pass. He's throwing deep. He's got He's a man open. open. He's, He's open. got oh just oh just goodness. out of the reach of Murrah. Wow, Murrah. Dove at the 10-yard line just off of his fingertips. And uh, I tell you, Allen, he's got an arm. Drew Daly got beat on that play, and yes, he does have an arm. I mean, we're talking just a foot difference, and it's a score right now. Absolutely. That was really – I mean, it's a great route, great throw. Offensive line did a wonderful job giving him time. Um, I'm sure we haven't seen that, you know, for the rest of the game. We'll see it pop up at least one more time, I'm sure. So, Caden Jackson, still your running back. He's in the backfield, two splits to both sides. He's got Allen in the quarterback, shotgun formation. He's going to keep it himself, roll to the near side. He's going to cross the 45 and pushed out of bounds at about the 43-yard line. He's going to bring up third down after a couple of three-yard gains. So, it'll be third and about seven for the Elkmont yeah. Red Devils. Caleb Higginbotham, um, number three for Ardmore runs him out of bounds. 
6.56 to play in the third quarter. Ardmore on top, 14-7, but Elkmont is driving. So you've got two splits again on both sides, two on the far side, two on the near side. One running back, Allen in at quarterback, shotgun formation. He's been there all night. He looks to try to get it, and he does. He gets a little bit of encroachment by the defensive line. That's a penalty flag against Ardmore. We're going to move it the other. We're going to move it forward for Elkmont. Good job by uh, Allen. Yeah, Allen to 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 get that to get him to draw over. You know, it's a fine line you walk on. You know, because there's certain things you can't do to to get that. But he that was really well done. So that's going to bring up third and short for Elkmont after a five yard five yard penalty against Ardmore on uh, offsides, defensive offsides. Yeah, that's a big mistake by Ardmore because now they, they have a lot more different things they can do in order to get this first down. And if they don't, they're still in good position to go forward on fourth, honestly. Two splits to both sides. Allen looking for Caden Jackson. It's going to be a swing pass. Caden's going to try to bounce it to the outside, but mm. he's going to be brought down. It's going to be a loss of yardage. Loses about six yards on the play. It's going to be fourth down, Elkmont. Yeah, um, Jeffrey Martin and um, Sanchez over there on that tackle. And I think that um, – Allen had the right idea the first time. I think he knew. He kind of pumped. Yeah, there was I think hesitation. he knew the coverage was there, but he's like, oh, I don't know what else to do, so I better throw it. Um, yeah, that, that boy, you lose all the yards. You just got off the penalty. So they actually, he only lost a, he only lost about five yards, so it's going to be fourth down. Ball spotted at about the 43-yard line of Ardmore. So fourth down, Elkmont. Allen's going to take it. He's going to roll it to the near side. He's looking to throw deep again. Okay. He's got good coverage. He's throwing it across the middle. Pass intended for Murrah. Falls incomplete. Murrah kind of slipped there, yeah. but he was in double coverage. Yeah, it was it was double coverage. The ball was thrown not really close, I don't, but he did slip. I mean, you got to know, I think I think what Coach Schneider's done on the defensive side is he said, hey, cover Murrah because yeah, he, has yeah. been, he has been the target the, pretty much the entire night yeah. by Allen. Yeah. But uh, with that, we've got a heat timeout with 6.03 left to play in the third quarter. It's Ardmore on top of Elkmont, 14-7. You're listening to Limestone County Football on Play Action Sports. Technology is a great thing, but sometimes a camera in your phone just isn't enough. That's where Down Home Portraits comes in. Robbie Newport at Down Home Portraits can capture any event you like. Sports, family, parties, or senior portraits. Call Robbie at Down Home Portraits at 777-3528. Visit them on Facebook or online at downhomeportraits.zenfolio.com. Down Home Portraits, 777-3528. Welcome back to Limestone County on play, Limestone County Football and Play Action Sports. Here's some quick scores for you. Brought to you by Limestone County Commissioner Chairman Colin Daly, James Clemens, right now in the second quarter on top of Athens, 33 to seven, Lexington 32, Tanner 14 at halftime, Lauderdale County 15, Wilson six at halftime, and East Limestone over Mars Hill seven to six at halftime right now. So those are your scores brought to you by Limestone County Commissioner Chairman Colin Daly. Thank you, Mr. Daly, for bringing us those scoreboard action. So coming out of the uh, heat timeout, it was a uh, about a seven-yard run by Colston up the middle. So uh, he picks up uh, seven on the play, so it'll be second and three from the uh, Ardmore 49-yard line. Two splits to the far side, one to the near side. It's Hillis in the pistol formation, going to put a man in motion. 
He's going to fake the handoff and going to hand it to the second man through. That's going to be Colson. Colson's going to pick up the first down and a few more yards as he crosses the 50 into Elkmont territory down to about the Elkmont 44. Yeah, I think we're starting to finally see that, you know, Elkmont's got so many kids playing both sides of the ball. And, um, you know, the humidity and heat just wear on you so much. And when you don't really get a Gatorade break or get to sit down for a minute or two, it just finally catches up with you, and I'm afraid that's what's happening. So Colston's in the backfield, two splits to the far side, one to the near side. Hillis, again, in the pistol formation. Waiting on the snap. Here it is. It's going to be Colston again. Oh, oh he's going to be brought in the nice. backfield. Great defensive tackle by the by the defensive tackle right there for Elkmont. Great, great defensive call there by the coaches. Yes. Uh, Bryce Blade, man, just shot through there like a bullet. And he's a big man, too, so he gets a hold of you. You're not going anywhere. No, and he's uh, he can pretty much go pound for pound with Colston. Yep. If he can go ahead up with him. All right, so it's second down after a loss of about four on the play. Second and 14 for Ardmore. Ball at the, about the 48-yard line. Hill is going to drop back to pass. He's got a man in the flat. No, he slips. Pass intended for number 18. That is Delvin Jarrett. Uh, falls incomplete, brings up third and long for Ardmore in Elkmont territory. Yeah, I'm not sure if Hillis got rushed or what. Um, or the receiver ran the wrong route. He threw it to the outside. Receiver cut to the inside. And then the receiver slipped. And he slipped on top of it. Yeah. So uh, that pass falls incomplete, third and long for Ardmore. Two splits to the far, one to the near side. Hillis in the pistol formation. He's got Colston right behind him. He's going to fake the handoff to Colston. He's going to pump fake. He's got pressure. He's going to sling it out to the flat. Oh, he's got a man, man open right there in the flat. Pass caught by number 24. That is Maddox Dorning. Maddox able to uh, pick up a lot of yardage, but uh, they're still going to be four. They're going to be about six, seven yards away from the first down. So down about the Elkmont 40-yard line, so fourth and six for Ardmore, but they're going to go for it. You got to. Yeah, Clayton Bowley was the one that missed that tackle. He goes back to the huddle, patting himself on the chest. No, they yep. got him. That's offsides right there by the defense of Elkmont. That line yep. so kind of gave him a payback. Yep, and Brady Hillis was able to uh, get him to jump offsides. Braden Hillis. So that's going to move it to fourth and short. Fourth and about a yard to go for yeah. the first down for Ardmore. Balls at the uh, 36-yard line of Elkmont. They just need to cross the 35 for the first down. Ardmore does. Yeah, with the line like that and the running backs like that, it obviously makes it a whole lot easier. Absolutely. Two splits to the far side, one to the near side. You got Brody Dunn. He is the up back right in front of put a man in motion. Going to fake the handoff to the man in motion. Going to give it to Colston. Colston's going to fall forward. Pick up of about five yards. Picks up the first down. First and ten, Ardmore. Yep, just good hard nose running, line up, and and get you off. We got a player down. Saw him limping real hard, I think. I think the coach might have actually told him to to fall down. To go down. Because he was limping. Yep. So we've got an injury timeout on the field. We'll tell you who that player is when we come back. You're listening to Limestone County Football on Play Action Sports. Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it. 
And that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. Hey, this is Jim from Lawler's Barbecue. A lot of you folks out there keep asking where we cook our barbecue because you don't see pits and smoke. Well, guess what? You never will because we cook it in Lewisburg, Tennessee at our USDA facility so that we can maintain consistency and quality. So no matter which store you come to, you get the same great taste. Phillip's been cooking barbecue since 1978, and I promise you, he's got the hang of it. He's been doing it so long, he doesn't want to be cremated. He's asked to be slowly smoked over glowing hickory coals. So come try some Lawler's Barbecue at any of our seven locations today. Lawler's Barbecue. Cook slow. Serve fast. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank and Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. The injured player was uh, number five, Ryan Boyd, but it was a cramp, so obviously some of that heat's kind of catching up with some of these players. But right there, coming out of the timeout, the injury timeout, uh, Ardmore with a nice little little play to uh, Delvin Jarrett. He was able to get about five yards on the carry, so it's going to bring up second down and a long five for Ardmore in Elkmont Territory. They're going to give it to number 15 again. That is Trevor Sims. He's going to go to the far side, but he doesn't have a whole lot of room. It's going to be short of the first down, looks like. So it'll be fourth and sh- – I mean, uh, third and short, depending on the spot. Yeah. Clayton Bowling in there on another tackle. Oh, tell you what, he's been all over. I mean, obviously quarterback, he's getting, you know, he's doing that and then called his name several times. Um, so we're going to keep Trevor Sims in the backfield. Braden Hillis is your quarterback. Two splits to the near side. One to the far side. Puts a man in motion. Third and short for Ardmore. They're going to hand it off to to Sims again. Sims is going to get the first down. Ball marked at uh, the 21-yard line of Elkmont. And I got some players slow getting up on the Elkmont side. But, again, they're able to get up and get back into the uh, defensive huddle. Yeah, Bryce played there and uh, made a good tackle. Um, I tell you what, you know, you, you talked about it off air. Trevor Sims hits the hole hard. Yes, he does. Kind of a high snap. It kind of threw the timing off on that a little bit. But um, that was uh, he, run, he is hard. Brady Hillis, your quarterback, he's going to look to the sidelines and get the call. Your tailback is number 15. That's Trevor Sims. Two splits to the near side, one to the far side. He's going to hand it off to Sims again. Sims is going to come around to the near side. He's going to try to bounce it out to the outside. Cross the 20, got a penalty flag hmm. on the play. Probably going to be holding on that side. Yep. It's going to be holding against Ardmore, so that's going to move that back. I see what Coach Schneider's doing. He sees that he's got uh, some hands on the hips by the uh, defensive second or the defensive line of Elkmont, so he's going with a lot of no huddle now. Yeah. Can't blame him. So holding on Ardmore, that's going to move it down. We're going to replay first down. It's going to be first and 20. As the ball spotted at about the almost the 31 yard line of Elkmont, and this is going to sound terrible, but you know you would think normally a big long penalty like that would be a good thing, but Elkmont's getting so tired, it's just prolonging yeah. how much longer the defense is out on the field, you know. So we've got Colston back in the backfield. Hillis is going to draw back to pass. He's going to throw it deep. He's got he's a man deep, open. and he's got the touchdown. Touchdown. That was so pretty to Cruz Luter. 31-yard touchdown pass from Hillis to Cruz Luter. 
Well, Jaden Calder was there in coverage, but he got beat, and I mean that ball was thrown perfectly, was it not? Oh, it was. It was a pretty pass and from Hillis. He dropped it right in like a bucket. He did. He he had his man beat by a couple of steps, and uh, wasn't able to tip it. And the looter just reached out and grabbed it. Touchdown, Ardmore, with a minute eighteen left to play in the third quarter. They're going to line up. Ardmore's going to line up for the extra point. They're going to bring their line back over. They started on the left, and then they moved all the way up. Now they're in a regular field, extra point formation. I bet this one's not short. But it's not either. It's up, <laughs> and it's good. So that right there is going to take it. Oh, oh no, they say it's no good. Oh, it looked like it was Jeez, good. It sure did. We're kind of at a bad went, angle. We are at a bad angle, but I thought that it must have obviously went left of the field goal, but it's go post, but it sure looked good from here. Yeah, so, hey, that's good, though, for Elmont. Yeah. With a minute 18 left to play in the game. Yep, with a minute 18 left to play in the third quarter, Ardmore on top 20-7 to after the 31-yard touchdown pass from Hillis to Luter. And uh, that's uh, that's – Increases that lead for Ardmore. Elkmont been able to hold on tight, but uh, not able to stop the two scores in the third quarter by Ardmore. And uh, that's your score right now, 20-7. to seven. So we'll see what Elkmont can do as they come back out to receive the kickoff. Just as a kind of a recap, Allen Tamura for Elkmont uh, right there with 8.56 left to play in the first quarter, 22-yard touchdown pass. That's a scoring recap, and then Colston was able to get in right before the half, right before halftime from a two-yard run, and that then you had, the uh, then you also had uh, Ardmore score again. Trevor Sims was able to punch it in from a couple of yards out, and then right there, 31-yard touchdown pass to Cruz Luter from Hillis. So here's the kick. It's kind of a pooch kick, mm. and it's going to fall right there at the 38-yard wow. line. They're going to down it right there at the 37. Is Elkmont? I'm unable to, to down the ball, get cover the ball, actually, once it hits the ground. Yeah, he's so, down. yeah, he's getting up. It's slow. Number 12. Down the, that was a no, tough, that's for Ardmore. That was a tough play. Um, that was actually um, Chase Hagemaker for Elmont that got up slow there to recover that kick. But, yeah, that was a tough play. He dropped right in front of him, and he had to hurry up and recover because Ardmore was facing a foul on it. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be first and 10 from Elmont from their own 36-yard line with a minute 17 left to play in the third quarter. You're going to have two splits to the far side. They're not split very far. They're going to come in a little bit tighter. You got two two splits to the near side. They're also going to be in tight. So I, I actually, you know what? We're not going to say they're split. Everybody's just kind of off the yeah, line a little yeah. bit. Uh, it's a little bit tighter formation than we've seen from Elkmont. Allen is your quarterback. He's going to drop back to pass. He's looking to throw deep. He's going to throw it across the middle. Mm. A pass intended for Murrah falls in his out of his hands right at the line of scrimmage, really. So was no gain. On, it yeah, wouldn't have been much of a gain on the play. But uh, it's going to be second and ten for Elkmont. And I guess I, I – mean, do you feel like the Elkmont probably has to throw the ball right now being down yeah, 13? I, I think so. I mean, the, the running game's been a little bit hard to get yeah. going for Elkmont. Passing game's been there. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, I think you're going to see a little bit more uh, passes. And they're bringing them in, everybody in tight again. So you still have some splits, but they're, they're just not very far. Allen dropping back to pass. He's looking to throw it again. He's got a rush. He's going to get out of the rush. He's going to scramble, keep it himself. Cross the 40. 
Ooh, steps out of bounds, out of bounds right at the 45-yard line. Ooh, he must have been right on yeah, the he line. Was. He, he was a good call. But, um, Hayden Durham, number 31 for Ardmore, did a good job. He barely got him. And I tell you what, if he hadn't, I mean, he barely touched that sideline. He'd still be running. He, had a, he, he was close to the first down, picks up nine yards on the carry. On that scramble, third and one for Elkmont. Ball at their own 45-yard line. We are almost at a minute flat to play in the third quarter. He steps out of bounds, stops the clock with a 103. So third and one, Elkmont at their own 45-yard line. Allen's your quarterback. He's going to send three splits to the near side. He's got – I say they're splits, but they're in a little bit tighter. Yeah, now they even get tight, more tight. Yep. Nobody's down the, – the, Allen's going to keep it himself and try to force forward, but no, he doesn't. He ran into a wall and lost a little bit of yardage as he shoved down. down. Let's see where they spot the ball. They're going to spot it right back at the 45-yard line. So loss of about a yard. So it'll be fourth and two for Elkmont. I think they almost gave that play away when they brought everybody in tight right before. I mean, you almost look like a quarterback sneak, didn't you? So you're at 39 and counting for the third quarter. Haven't started the play clock yet. So we're at 30 seconds. Haven't started the play clock. They're talking up here in the booth about taking that ball. They should have took that ball under center if they were going to sneak it like that. I agree. Because that snap was kind of high. And it just... Yep. So we've got a timeout on the field. So Elkmont's first timeout of the second half. And with that, we're going to take a quick timeout as well. You're listening to Limestone County Sports right here on Play Action Sports. The Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship has been set up to honor the legacy of Bama Zach Green, a huge fan of the Crimson Tide, along with Limestone County Sports. The scholarship will go each year to a male and female athlete from Limestone County. Checks should be made out to Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship and can be sent in care of Garth Garris, 13833 Pinnacle Drive, Athens, Alabama, 35613. Donations can also be made in person at First State Bank of the South at 1319 Highway 72 East in Athens. Thank you for showing your support for local athletes by giving to the Bama Zach Memorial Scholarship. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. Kirk Pierce, Todd Tomerlin bringing you your color analysis and also our producer, Mr. Tim Lambert. With 21 seconds left to play in the third quarter right here at Boss Hill Stadium, Elkmont to the home team. They're down 20-7 to to the visiting team from Ardmore. Fourth down and about a yard to go for the first down. So they're spotted at their own 45-yard line. So everybody's coming back. They're ready to uh, try to finish out this third quarter. Let's see if Elkmont can get a first down. Be interesting to see what they do here. They're gonna. So Allen, he's got three three backs there with him. Oh, now we're gonna have movement right there. Oh, that was. That's not what you want coming out of a timeout. Exactly what I was gonna say. Coming out of a timeout, bless his heart. That's just one of those mistakes. It's mental, but you're tired and you're hot and you've been playing both sides of the ball and. You know, you know, you got to make that block, right? Um, that's, that's tough. That is tough, and I could tell what I think. What Elkmont was trying to do was draw, yes, draw the uh, Ardmore Tigers offside. But uh, instead, they have the penalty on them. Elkmont with a false start, so that's going to bring up fourth and about seven, and they're going to send the punt team out. Yep, big change of plans there. So Bowley back to punt the ball. He's had some really good punts tonight for Elkmont. They're going to blow the whistle. See what the official calls. And Elkmont's going to take their second timeout of the second half. So what we'll do is take uh, – we'll, i tell you what, we'll just keep it here. But what we'll do is give you some uh, updated scores. And I'm going to tell you, it's gotten good. 
across uh, over there in Madison. Uh, the score is brought to you by Limestone County Commissioner Chairman Mr. Colin Daly. Again, thank you, Colin, Mr. Daly, for bringing us these scores tonight. And I'm just going to tell you right now, <laughs> James Clemens, excuse me, James Clemens has decided to quit playing around. They are up right now, 47 to seven. On top of the now, Athens that, Golden Eagles. Is that at Athens or? It's there? in Madison. Okay. So, uh, James Clemens, good 7A team. Athens, a good 6A team. Oh, yeah, yeah. No slouch at all. But uh, James Clemens wanting to make a playoff run this year. They have, I tell you, that, and they've got a first-year head coach. Yeah, I was just fixing to say, yeah. they, don't, they don't even miss a beat. No. Um, you know, seemingly when, you know, this is what, their third coach in probably about the last six-plus hey. years or so. They're and, young school. And, yeah. I but, mean, uh, but, and, they have, but they just first couple of years struggled, and boom, after that. Yeah, their um, head coach went over to uh, Waldrop, I think. He went over to uh, Florence, didn't Florence, he? Florence, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they've got a new head coach over James Clemens and the Jets, 47-7 to right now over the Athens Golden Eagles. It's kind of almost, I want to say, cross-county, but it's not. It's right hmm. there on the county line. So uh, they, they definitely have played some good games over the past couple of years. But the Jets on top, 47-7 over the Golden Eagles right now. So what we've got is Elkmont. Looks like they're going to go for it. Change so they mind. changed their minds after that timeout. So Allen, he's got he's going to take the snap. He's going to drop back to pass. He's looking oh, to throw dude. deep. He's got a rush. He's going to be he's going to be brought down deep in the backfield. Loss of a lot of yards there. So that fourth down is. Uh, oh, they call it a fumble. And recovery. Yeah, I mean, it was going to be a turnover on downs yeah. right there anyway. So um, uh, Ardmore was able to uh, to get the sack and the fumble. Tyler Thompson's one that made the tackle and came up with the ball. I assume, I mean, the way the official was marking, either way, like you said, it was going to be down right there. But um, they actually got away with holding prior to that. The officials didn't call. But they just wore out, man. Yeah, Coach Pendergrass's gamble did not pay off there. I know he went out there to punt. Then he called the timeout, changed it. Changed his mind, but uh, just unfortunate right there for Elkmont as uh, they turn it over after the sack, the fumble. It was going to be a turnover on down, so it's first and 10 for Ardmore from the Elkmont 26-yard line. Colston in the backfield. He's got Hillis as the quarterback. Colston's going to take it off the far side. He's going to cut back across the middle. He's going to bull his way forward for about a 15-yard pickup. First down for Ardmore. Got an Elkmont man still down. Got a man down on the field. And so we're going to have an official's timeout. Actually, that's going to be a that's going to be the end of the third quarter. So uh, probably a heat cramp right there for the uh, Elkmont player right there as he's kind of getting looked at. <laughs> I didn't at. even see him down. I kept on going, "What are you talking about?" I didn't realize he was in the middle of James Clemens. Uh, I mean, he's Ardmore. <laughs> or Ardmore, rather. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about James Clemens a while ago. Yeah. Um, talking about coaching real quick. Like, man, dude just jumps up from that run, gets back in the huddle. Like, he's fresh as a daisy. Like, he ain't even been in the, been in the game. Yep, so what we'll do, uh, you're right. Uh, he, he's just a hoss to bring down. So, that's going to be the end of the third quarter. Ardmore on top, 20-7 to over the Elkmont uh, Red Devils. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll have fourth quarter action right here. You're listening to Lincoln-Stone County Football on Play Action Sports. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the county commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's towing 
Towing, tire, and truck repair makes that a thing of the past. With 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. You can download a copy of this game or listen to it on demand by going to pasnetwork.net. There's a streaming schedule of upcoming games and links to our mobile apps, too. Lots of Limestone County football coming through over the course of the next several weeks right here on Play Action Sports Network. We're going to be able to bring you some games across the county. Uh, later on this year, or the season, we're going to see some games from Elk, I mean uh, West Limestone and uh, also James Clemens next week. But right now, you've got, uh, starting the fourth quarter, Ardmore. Hillis hands it off to Colston. Colston to the near side. He's going to cross the 10. He's going to jump a man, be brought down at the 10-yard line for about a five-yard pickup. It's going to be second down for Ardmore. Job there by Bryce Blade. Chase Hagemaker. But, man, he can – I mean, he, he's just smooth. It's like he takes his time. He finds that hole. He'll jump a defender here or there. Run over defender here, there, and then run by defender. I agree, man. He's just uh, something special, Dave. He really is. And like I said, he is just a junior. So uh, Coach Schneider gets him for another year. I do not remember him last year. I I can't say, you know, I don't know. Well, he almost returns this entire offense because Hillis is also a junior. Hillis under center. He's got another back back there. That is uh, number 17. That is, or check that, number 15. Trevor. Sims and Trevor Sims going to fight his way forward to about the one yard line. So it'll be looks like it's going to be first and goal for the Ardmore Tigers. Trevor's not big, 5'6", 150. So that means he's probably about 5'5", 140. I tell you, he's in bellies. But yeah, he is that old hard man, and, and he's not easy to bring down himself. No, when, when you get those running backs that can hit the ball, hit the hole hard, and uh, they got a full head of steam on that first yeah. step. You know, that makes a big difference. That line is just doing really good all night long. They really have. So, Sims is actually going to stay in at tailback. Hillis under center at the one-yard line, 10-45 and counting, left to play in the ball game. And so, Sims is going to fall forward into the end zone. Touchdown, Ardmore Tigers. The only thing that got him down was himself. He tripped over a blade of grass. So, Trevor Sims with his second touchdown of the night with 10-38 left to play in the ball game. Ardmore taking a commanding lead right now, 26-7 to over the uh, home team, Elkmont Red Devils, here at Boss Hill Stadium. And we'll get ready to line up for the extra point. So here we go. Ardmore coming over. They line up to the left, and then they run over. Now you got your man in there to, to kick the extra point. Number 99. He's missed two tonight. Last week he was on target the whole time. He kicks that one. It's up, and it is good. There was no doubt about yeah, that, that one. down the pike. Yeah, so 10-38 left to play in the ball game. Ardmore takes a 20-point lead uh, in the fourth quarter, 27-7 to on top of Elkmont. And uh, tell you what, Todd, you, you called it. it um, you know, depth and uh, heat plays yeah. a definitely a big part, and, and you can already see how it's affecting – the Elkmont Red Devils as uh, your running back, 
Boyd, number five, Ryan Boyd. He's he's uh, gone down with cramps tonight a couple yeah. of times, so he was playing both ways earlier. We've only seen him on defense since really yeah. the first part of the third quarter. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just have to look to that next man up kind of mentality on the sideline, and and and, and those kids know that they know that. You know, because they practice together every day, and they know that they're kind of short man. But uh, you know, give some of those younger guys some experience, and and it'll help down the road um, come mid-season and beyond. But, but uh, Elmont's done just a tremendous job staying in this game. They really have. Once again, when we see these numbers at the end of the game, we're gonna probably think it looked like it should have been forty forty nothing. Or yeah. Something. So there's a high pooch kick again. But it's a little deeper this time, fielded at about the 22-yard line. Uh-oh, we got a seam. We got a seam. Number two, Chambliss takes it from about the 22-yard line all the way down to the Ardmore 49-yard line. Good run by Chambliss. Great run there, Drew Daly. Finally was able to kind of grab the back of his jersey and slow him down a bit with some others to catch up. But um, great return. Gives that one a little life, a little kick in the rump, make them maybe see if they can't score here. I, I mean, down – 20 with 10-31, I assume we're going to see passing, right? So, oh, absolutely. So the Lions got to do a really good job here and, and keep Ardmore out of that backfield, give him enough time to throw. Because if he's shown if he's got time to throw, he can do it. Yeah, absolutely. So Allen's going to be your quarterback still in the backfield with him is Caden Jackson, number 21. He's also got Murrah back there with him. And number two, Chambliss. You got two, one split to the far side, one to the near side. They're going to hand it off. They're going to pitch it to Murrow around oh, the wow. far side. Nice play. Nice we haven't cut. seen that. Cut down. Brock oh. still on his feet at about the 38-yard oh, line. I tell you, he he put the ball <laughs> on the ground, but he picked it up and tried to run again. But, uh, hey, Murrow with yeah. a nice cutback. Yeah, that was a great cutback. He got another, what, 10 probably yards plus yards out of that. Hayden Durham was actually the one that finally kind of get him out of bounds, but. Um, great cutback. It's a nice little play. I love that pitch. play. Nice. Very quick. So, yeah. uh, over into Ardmore territory. No fight or no uh, quit in this Elkmont offense. Have we seen him get the ball tonight? I don't well, know. Well, caught a caught the well, touchdown that's true. pass he caught earlier. The two passes. I, that's the first time I guess he ran it is what I was thinking. Yep. So, Jackson is the back with uh, Allen at quarterback. One split to the far side. That's Murray. Got two splits to the near side. He's looking for Murray deep. Now he's going to throw off. He's got a man deep right there. The tight end drops it in and out of his hands. Pass intended for number seven, Clayton Bowley. Clayton Bowley just, uh, he's still down on the ground. The ball kind of came in and out of his hands. I'm not sure. Might have. I don't know. We'll see. I think it's more hurt my feelings than hurt my leg. Well, it's hard to say. I mean, he's kind of fallen on the ball, so that could have knocked the wind out of him. Well, he did fall on the ball. So uh, that's an incomplete pass, but it was a good pass wide open across the middle. God, that was pretty. Was Clayton Bowley. 9.46 left to play in the ball game. Ardmore on top, 27-7 over Elkmont. Elkmont trying to make it a game. Here we go. Uh, we'll be back. You're listening to Limestone County Football on Play Action Sports. Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it, and that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. I'll 
Welcome back to Play Action Sports right here, bringing you Limestone County football action. We are at Boss Hill Stadium in Elkmont, Alabama. Kirk Pierce, Todd Tomerlin, Tim Lambert, our producer, and uh, 27-7, Ardmore right on top of uh, Elkmont. But Elkmont's got the ball. It'll be second down and 10 after the incomplete pass intended for uh, Clayton Bowley. Clayton Bowley's still down. Uh, the ball kind of fell in and out of his hands. I think he fell on the ball, so probably knocked the wind out of him. Hopefully he'll get up soon. They're still tending to him on the field. Yeah, I don't think there was anything twisted or bent or nothing to that effect. Yeah, but they're they're looking at him, taking a long look at him. So uh, hopefully all of that will be okay. You can listen to the post-game show for Limestone County Player of the Game. Our feature pay- player will get a gift certificate good at either Village Pizza or Cream Delight. Todd and I will kind of confer after the ball game and come up with a player of the game tonight. And uh, tough. It is going to be a little tough. I tell you, it's uh, it's been good game from both sides and – and uh, we'll, we'll just have to take a look and see what we can come up with for the player of the game tonight. But uh, they're still looking at uh, at Bowley right there. He is out about the five-yard line. Now they're kind of getting him up. Looks like he's going to come off the field under his own power. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to come off the field under yeah. his own power. That's always good to see. Yeah, no doubt. It's probably like you said, a little breath knocked out of him. Yeah, but he, he was – had the ball in his hands, but fell on top of it, fell incomplete. So 9.46 left to play in this ball game. I tell you, one of the things I'm loving is the way this stadium looks. I mean, you've got capacity crowd filled oh, over yeah. there on the visitor side, walking walking standing on the home side. Only. It's standing room only in, in the north or the, yeah, the north end zone. And, and nobody's just, left. Nobody, I mean, you know. nobody has left. These Elkmont fans are – are true yep. to their team. And, and both these communities are, are wonderful places, not just to live, but to go to school and play ball and everything else. They support their teams. Absolutely. That's what, and I love that about Limestone County football. I mean, every community does that. Allen's going to drop back to pass. He's looking. He's going to tuck it and run himself. Uh, he's mm-hmm. going to be brought down at about his loss of about two yards on the play. It's going to be third down and 12 for wow. uh, Elkmont. Ball spotted at about the 38-yard line, 39-yard line. Of Ardmore. Houston Vickers got him down. That's kind of one of those things. And it's two or three times he's done that tonight. I'd like him just to, you know, chunk that sucker away, man. You don't have to eat it like that and lose yards. And that's something in high school sports you don't see a lot of, though, you the don't. quarterbacks. That, that's one of the things you see more yeah. as uh, the, as some of these bigger schools in high Seven, school. Seven, eight. Yeah, you'll yeah, see a lot of that. Yeah. But uh, these quarterbacks and, and these well, lower. They don't throw as often. Yeah, so they, they just, yeah. They're trying to make right. a play. Right. I, I can respect that. All right, so you got Jackson in the backfield. Caden Jackson, he's the senior. You got uh, Allen as quarterback. One split to the near, far side, two to the near side. Allen's going to throw off his back foot. He's going to throw it up. Pass intended for Ch- Chambliss. Falls incomplete right off the tip of his hands. A little high on the throw. Yeah, good coverage there by Jacob Sanchez. Um, but I, he almost kind of he was trying, looking away, looking away, looking away. But you could tell the whole time he knew where he wanted to go. Yeah. And so he just threw it. I don't, I'm not too sure he even knew what coverage was there. Well, the pocket was definitely collapsing around It was around collapsing, him. yeah. But uh, he's thrown off his back foot quite a, yeah. quite a number of times tonight. But I tell you, he's got enough arm strength oh where he's been he able does, to do that. Man. So he's he's um, had the ball on the money a couple of different times. I've been wondering a couple times tonight if he plays baseball. I bet he does. I bet he does, too. So two splits to the far side and to the near. Allen's going to roll out to the far side. He's got a man in the nice. flat. Oh, nice pickup. Oh, it's going to be close to the first down. It's caught by Mikael Murrah, and uh, they're going to give him the first down. He picked up uh, 13 yards on that pass play. Great offensive play call. Um, Caleb Higginbotham was all over him, too, defensively. I mean, it was great coverage, but, man, what a throw right on the money. Um, another good catch. 
They've been a great combo tonight. Murrah sure-handed in the, from the wide receiver position. We've also seen him run the ball tonight. He did well, picking yeah. up about 10 yards on that carry earlier. Basically, when he touches the ball, good things happen. Absolutely, and that's what you want to do, get the ball into your playmaker's hands. So Allen's going to be in the shotgun. He's got two running backs. Jackson's one of them. Looks like Chambliss is the other in the backfield. One split to the far side. Low snap's going to hand it off to Braden Jackson. Braden's going to try to cut it up the middle, but he's got nowhere to go. No gain on the play. Nowhere to go. Slew of Armour Tigers in there on the tackle. So they're going to say he lost three yards on, lost two yards on the play. So second and twelve for Elkmont as they are in Ardmore territory. Ball spotted at about the twenty-eight yard line, and uh, it's going to bring up second and twelve for Elkmont. Allen, quarterback, he's got Jackson to his right, two splits to the far side, two to the near side. Allen's going to take it. He's going to draw back to pass. He's looking to throw it deep. He's looking for his man. He's got his man right there, number four. Oh, right off the hands. Intended pass intended for number four, Cole Hoyt, or Cole, Cole Holt, excuse me, and uh, just right off his fingertips again. I mean, just a little bit behind him. Um, I mean, a little bit behind him. Jacob Sanchez is back there in coverage again. But, yeah, a foot more to the right, and uh, that's, it might not be a touchdown, but he'd be right down there on the goal line. He did definitely been the first down, which is what you're wanting if you're Coach Pendergrass, trying to get another first down. So third and long. For Elgmont, ball spotted at the Ardmore 28-yard line. Allen's your quarterback. Jackson going to move him to the right of the quarterback. Two splits to the far side, two to the near side. Shotgun formation. Man in motion, that's Murrah. Murrah's going to come to the near side, start making his way forward. Oh. Allen's going to look to Murrah, but he yeah. doesn't have him. He's, covered. he's co- completely covered. Going to oh. throw it off on right off the fingertips of the Ardmore defender. Pass intended for number two, Chambliss again. Yeah, intended for Chambliss, but uh, number four, Jeffrey Martin, should have made that that interception and hit him dead in both hands. Yes, it did. uh, So good break for the Devils. So he was looking for Murrah right there, but uh, Murrah had double coverage again. So Ardmore is making sure that the playmaker gets taken out of the play as much as they can. They pretty much shut him down the whole third quarter because of double coverage, and they went right back to it, I believe, after he made that play a while ago. So we've got trips to the near side, one split to the far side, single set back with the quarterback in shotgun formation. That is Jackson. Allen takes the snap. Good snap. He's looking. He's going to throw. He's throwing for the end zone. He's got a man Touchdown. deep. Number four, touchdown. Wow. That was beautiful. Holt. Cole Holt with a great touchdown grab. He was wide open in the middle wide of the end zone. I mean, I would say Luke Sims was somewhat in the vicinity, but there was really nobody there. He just he burned them all and, and got back there big in the end zone and a beautiful, beautiful pass. I don't know if you're watching this, but let me tell you, Roe Allen is w- look, checking down. Yes, he's, he is. He's looking for his intended target, but then he's looking. He's going through and progressions, which is kind of almost level, unheard. At this level, yeah, it's hard. It, it really mean, is. He, but, and you're right. He's doing exactly that. That was not his first no. option. That was probably his third or fourth. But uh, Allen, right the, the senior right here in Elkmont, 6'1", 200-pound senior with a nice touchdown pass. His second of the night for uh, pass caught for the touchdown. Cole Hoyt, 28-yard touchdown pass for Elkmont. Here's the extra point. The kick mm. is up, and it is going to be wide left. No good. So with 7-14 left to play in the ball game. Ardmore, 27, Elkmont, 13. We got us a ball game. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll see the uh, kickoff. 
You're listening to Limestone County Football and Play Action Sports. Come on out to Village Pizza on the Athens Square for the best freshly made pizza, wings, pasta, sandwiches, salads, and more. Folks from all over the southeast rave about their food, service, and great atmosphere. See for yourself. Village Pizza, 222 West Market Street in Athens. Since 1951, Cream Delight in Athens has been a valley tradition. From their upside-down banana split and milkshakes to chili dogs and pretzels, Cream Delight has served generations from the same walk-up location. Cream Delight, 401 West Washington Street in Athens. Welcome back to Limestone County Football on Play Action Sports. 27-13, Ardmore sitting on top of Elkmont right now with 7-14 left to play in the ballgame. You can look for the monthly Play Action Sports column in Athens now. We'll update you on what's been happening in local sports news as well as upcoming games and events. The paper is free and available at businesses all around the area. So Elgmont with a nice 28-yard pass from Allen to Holt to bring the score 27-13 to in the fourth quarter. Rosales is going to set back, set the ball down, and get ready to kick it off. Kick it off deep to Ardmore. Back deep to receive. Looks to be number 15, Trevor Sims. He's way up. So Rosales, he's going to do an onside kick, and it's going to fall 10 yards. Oh, and he's going to be, oh, wow. Elkmont uh, had a chance to get the ball, but uh, Ardmore is going to come away with that after the after the onside kick attempt. Not a bad attempt. Not a bad um, one at all. Kind of made it where it was a scrum, and, you know, you never know when those situations is going to come up with it. So it'll be first and 10 for Ardmore from their own 46-yard line. 7-12 left to play in the ball game. Elkmont needs a stop right yeah, here defensively. They've got to have a three and out if they want to have any chance. Um. I'm trying to even think, has there been a series that they've gotten a three and out? Maybe early, I guess. Early in the ball game, of course, there were a couple of um, yeah. couple of uh, bad plays by uh, Ardmore, but uh, we'll see what Elkmont can do, see if they can hold them defensively. Hillis under center. Yeah, I feel like they're just going to run and run and run here. You got Colston. He is the back in the backfield. Everybody's in tight. I imagine you're going to give it to your workhorse, and that's exactly what they're doing. Colston up the middle. He's going to go to the far no, side. Penalty flag back. on the play. He's going to cross the 50 down to about the 45 to the 44-yard line. But a penalty flag on the play. Probably going to be a legal legal motion. I was going to say, it's got to be something prior to the play because that's a weird place to throw a flag. It couldn't have been holding or anything, I wouldn't think, because – he couldn't have seen that from where he was at, but we shall see. I haven't seen it yet. So it's going to be it is a hold. It called holding. Okay. My man's got some awful good eyes from that distance. <laughs> I got to tell you. Must, you know, I didn't see it, but, I, of course, I wasn't looking right at it. But So holding wow. on Ardmore, that's going to move the ball back to the 35-yard line. So it'll be replay first down. So it'll be first and 20 for Ardmore. Yeah. That's a big deal. That's a 32-yard difference. Something to that effect. So Colston is out. They brought Sims back in the ball game. Sims got two touchdowns tonight. So he is your back. Everybody's in tight. Hillis is going to go under center. Sims, your tailback. Here's the snap. They're going to hand it off to Sims. Sims going to hit the hole on the left side. He's got some room. Oh, wow. oh he's going to try to stiff arm a man. He picks up a good 15 yards. So, uh, no, check that. He only picked up. Seven yards. Man, I forget. Uh, there's the, the other marking, pile. Yeah. There's the other marker. That was a nice tackle by Hagemaker, though. But I tell you what, he took a stiff arm to, to, to bring him down. He got planted. Yeah, he did. And both of those guys are fairly small. 
So Ardmore in the huddle, looking to the sidelines for the call, trying to milk the clock. Oh, yeah. Take the time. Play clock hasn't started. Must be keeping it on the field. They've got to be. And I think I noticed earlier it wasn't moving as well. So Sims is your tailback. Hillis under center. He's going to fake it. He's going to roll out to the near side. He's looking to throw it right there Hmm. in the flat, which is what he's done a couple of different times. Pass caught by number 18, Devlin Jarrett. For a nice pickup, uh, about a 10-yard pickup. So it's going to be third down and about six on the play. Another good uh, tackle there by Chase Hagemaker. Interesting play call. Um, I, I wouldn't think that we'd have seen him put the ball in the air like that. So a lot of trust in in the quarterback and line, obviously. So there's another heat timeout with 5.48 left to play in the ball game. Ardmore on top, 27-13 to 13 over the home team from Elkmont. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll have more fourth-quarter action. You're listening to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. Davis & Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis & Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis & Cole LLP. If you'd like to download a copy of this game or hear it again on demand, go to pasnetwork.net. You can find this game and previous games under the the archives tab. That's pasnetwork.net. Play action sports. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. We're at Boss Hill Stadium in Elkmont, Alabama with the home team, Elkmont Red Devils and the visiting team from Ardmore, the Ardmore Tigers, on top right now, 27-13 over the home team from Elkmont. We've got third down and about Six to go for the first down. Ball spotted right on the Ardmore side of the 50-yard line. So Hillis under center. He's got his tailback. Trevor Sims still in the ballgame. Two splits to the near side, one to the far side. Man goes in motion. He's going to fake the handoff and roll to the far side. He's looking to throw it in the flat. Now he's going to set and throw it again to wow. number 44. Yeah, You knew it. That, uh, tell you what, Brody Dunn with a nice catch and run. Picks up the first down and gets a lot more yardage than that. So it's going to be first and 10, Ardmore deep into Elkmont territory. And what patience he took by running that. I mean, he had he had number 18, um, Devlin Dev, Jarrett, Dev, Jarrett. Uh, open, mm-hmm. but he waited and waited until um, the other man came through. Until Dunn, Dunn yeah, got open right there in the flat. Through, and that was, I mean, that was really sweet to watch. And obviously paid off. So you got yeah. So you got two splits to the near side after the first down pickup by Ardmore. We're going to keep uh, Sims in the ball game. Hillis is at quarterback. He's going to line up kind of in the pistol formation. Sims is going to back up about three yards behind him. Two splits to the near, one to the far. Going to hand it off to Sims. Sims going to cut it, take it to the far side, try to hit that far out, uh, goes out of bounds, stops the clock. So it's going to be second down after about a six-yard pickup. Good tackle there by Jaden Jackson to get him out of bounds. Um, I tell you what, Braden Hillis took a shot at the end of that last that, that play previous on that pass play. So uh, commend him for sticking in there because he got hit pretty good, like right around his ribs. Yeah, when you're a quarterback and you throw the ball, you're vulnerable yeah, right there. Absolutely. Those ribs are exposed. So Colston comes back in the game. Sims goes to the sidelines. Two splits to the near side, one to the far side. Colston's going to line up about three yards behind Hillis. Hillis in the pistol formation, we'll say. He's going to hand it to Colston. Colston's going to take it to the far side again, get tripped up. One man trips him up, uh, but uh, he's going to be short of the first down by about a yard. Yeah, good job there by um, Pace and Basinger to, to trip him up. He's still got another five yards after the initial 
kind of tug. He fell forward. Yeah. He kind of yeah. leaped once he left, however you say it. My oh, wife's an English major. I'm not. But he was well, able I can to. assure you I'm not, so don't ask me. Leaped, leapt, jumped. Hey, they swapped it all, man. <laughs> so uh, here we go, Colston in the tailback. Illis, everybody's in tight. Going to hand it to Colston again. He's going to take it to the far side. Pick up the first down, get some additional yardage, and pushed right there close to the uh, – they're going to say keep the clock running as he hmm. gets the first down. So first and ten for Ardmore. For Ball spotted on the 11-yard line. So uh, they can get another first down. Mason Pacinger in there on the tackle again. Four, so. 427 left to play in the ball game. Ardmore driving again, trying to put some more points on the board, up 27-13. to 13. Yep, all but formalities now at this point. Unless Elkmont can get a turnover or a stop and try to try to do some quick scores. So Ardmore milking the clock. Yep, doing Hillis. a good job. He's your quarterback. He's been there the whole game pretty much, except for the couple of times he's in Wildcat. Going to give it to Colston up the middle. Colston's going to fall forward. Nice pick really up there forward. by about seven or eight yards on the carry for Colston. Again, 350 and counting in the fourth quarter. I've noticed, too, since that initial run and in beginning of the game where he fumbled, and he wasn't careless. I mean, I was watching through the binoculars. Just the helmet's kind of what punched it out. But, boy, he's been really carrying that sucker like an egg and making sure it was tight. Um, with both hands when he's going through that line of scrimmage. So we got a man down right now. Can't tell who that is. Looks like it's an Ardmore player. Definitely an Ardmore player. So Ardmore's got a man down right now, kind of rolling. So uh, number 77, one of the linemen. That's, uh, he gets up and goes off on his own own power. That's Chase Sims on the offensive line, but he gets up and runs off. So 3.40 left to play in the ball game, 27-13, Ardmore on top of Elkmont. It's been a good game, Todd. Oh, it has been. I mean, it's been – it's just what you want a county rivalry to be, you know. I mean, hard-hitting, right? Um, Elkmont, as they always do, never give up. I mean, these are some resilient kids. Um, you know, Ardmore hasn't uh, let up either, you know. they. I'm sure – it's kind of one of those things like where you're playing your little brother, right? Yeah, exactly. And you know you can beat him, but you don't want to beat him too bad. But then all of a sudden it's like, uh-oh, you know, if I don't start really trying, my little kid brother's going to beat me. So um, they've both teams have done a really good job. Coaching, yeah. man, I'm impressed with the coaching. and um, It's been fun to watch. So 338 and counting. They start the clock after the injury as the player was able to get off the field. So it's going to be Sims up the middle Ooh. again. Sims going to be met right there after a pickup of about three, but he's met he at the two-yard line. He's hard. Chase Hagemaker lit him up. He's had enough of it. So that's going to bring up third down with about a yard to go. They can get the first down before they uh, – if they if they wanted to, to go first and goal. But uh, I imagine Coach uh, Schneider's wanting to punch this into the end zone on this oh, yeah. play. Yeah. Try to make it a little bit uh, further out of reach for Elkmont tonight. They, they get the man in the backfield can do just that. So Colston lining up behind Hillis, your quarterback. Two splits in the near man in motion, going from here near to far. Going to hand it to Colston right up the middle. He's just going to walk right into the end zone. Touchdown, oh, Ardmore. Kind of pushing players off of him as he goes through. So Colston with his second touchdown run of the night. Put your score right now, 33-13 to 13 with 2.45 left to play in the ball game. Colston with a nice two-yard run. 
And it's just been all Ardmore this second half. Ardmore is going to line up for the extra point. They do that thing where they put all their offensive linemen on the far side. They got the center ready to snap it. Waiting to look and see. Oh, now they're going to move everybody into a regular extra point hmm. formation. I'd say, I mean, there's a few teams I've seen do that in the past. It's kind of cool. You never know what you can do out of it. Yep. That's what's neat. The extra point is blocked. Wow. Jeffrey Rodriguez's extra point is blocked. Great block there by number five, Ryan Boyd, coming in to put the hands on the ball and That's keep nice. the extra point from happening. So right now, 33-13 to 13 with 2.45 left to play in the ball game. That's what you said earlier. I mean, you know, Elkmont has been resilient. They've done everything that they can. Yeah, not quitting. No. You know, they could have just stood there right on that play and not worried about if he kicked it or not. If you're gonna, they didn't. They, you know, they got after it and blocked it. I know Coach Pentagrass definitely wants a win, but I tell you, once he goes back and he evaluates, he sees some mistakes. You know, yeah. there was a lot of there was some drop balls, some bad passes. Um, Allen, uh, some of the some of the players weren't able to put the get their hands on the ball. But uh, for the most part, I think the the, the game I mean, plan was well designed. Game play was well designed. Penalties for both teams were pretty limited. I mean, neither one it hadn't been a penalty fest at all. So in the big second game of the season, I think that's been a pretty clean game. From they've got to be happy about that. And no stupid penalties like, no. you know, knocking somebody late out of bounds or personal foul type stuff. A lot of respect. And, a, lot yeah, a lot of sportsmanship. And, and when you have a rivalry like that, sometimes you can throw that out the window. I mean, I've been to this field before and seen it not played as clean. So yeah. hats off to, to both teams, kids, coaches for that. I think both on both sides you've seen a lot of, especially when a couple of players have gone down, mm-hmm. you've seen another team uh, go over there, check on them, try to help them up and things like that. So. Yeah. Kudos to both coaching staff and both players for well, well played ball game tonight. High end over end kick's going to be fielded at about the 32 yard line, and he's going to be met. Ooh, nice tackle! But I tell you what, nice return there uh, by number 12 for the Elkmont Red Devils. That is uh, Hagermaker, and uh, he took a shot. But I tell you, he had a nice return. Let him know who he was for the night was out. Now that was a pop. So he he went up there, got a nice uh, about a. About a 15, 16 yard return. So it'll be Elkmont ball from their own 45 yard line with about uh, 240 left to play in the ball game. The thing about that too is he knew when he caught that short um, kick off, he was going he was going to be met pretty quick and took it like a man. He did. So Hagermaker able to get up and get off the field, and uh, that's what you want. All right, first and ten, Elkmont from their own 45 yard line, 240 left to play in the ball game. Ardmore on top, 33 to 13. Allen, shotgun formation. Oh, the bad snap. Center is able to fall on the ball. Now we've got a penalty flag. That was just kind of a a false start. Yeah, that was not what you want. But so that's going to move the ball back. A couple of false starts tonight. A couple of, you know, encroachments. But again, for the most part, relatively clean ball game. I'd say, what, four or five penalties per team? Maybe. Yeah. So five-yard penalty brings first, we're going to replay first down, first and 15, ball at the 40-yard line of Elkmont. It's their ball. Allen in at quarterback. He's been there all night. Had some good throws tonight. Yeah. Uh, played a hard-fought ball game. He's got number five back there in the backfield with him again. That's Boyd. Boyd's missed most of the third quarter. Allen's going to throw it across the middle. He's got his man. Oh, no, falls incomplete. Threw kind of into a lot of coverage there. Well, I, so you had, I'm trying to say who that other receiver is. Let's see. 
Looked like Chambliss number number two. You had you had Holt, and he, he still ain't turned around. But anyway, you had two Elmont Red Devils running within like five yards of one another. So it was kind of odd looking. It was number seven, Bowley. Okay, it was Bowley then. Yep. Um, yeah, they were. I mean, they were. No, check that number ten, Ty Roberts. Okay, one yep. of them ran the wrong route, I believe, because they were awfully close together. So Allen takes a snap. He's going to roll to this side. He's going to look to throw it right out of the mm. backfield. Oh, pass intended. Oh. Pass intended for Ryan Boyd, and then Ryan Boyd takes a shot. Holy shit. Right after the ball fell out of his hands, and you heard the crowd. They wanted a penalty on that. But uh, the ball did fall incomplete, but it was it was it's hard. It's, Randall Moore lit him up, and, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm not a big Hammer Tamla guy. I don't, it doesn't bother me as much as it probably should, but um, I don't think he meant anything intentional about right, it. it right, right. You know, just happened to be there both about the same height, and they hit. So third down, 15, 223 left to play in the ballgame. Ardmore on top, 33 to 13 over Elkmont. Elkmont's got the ball. Takes Allen takes a snap. He's got he's got some room to kind of set and throw. He's gonna throw it oh, over nice. the head of number four. Pass intended for Cole Holt. Uh, that's gonna bring up fourth down. And Cole's open. That was one of those passes he had to be a little bit more gentle on and just kind of lob it over the defender instead of zip it in there. Because uh, he was there. No, no, no. So fourth down, 2.16 left to play in the ball game. Elkmont at their own 40-yard line. Trying to look and see what they're going to do. Well, I think so. Well, it looked like somebody called a timeout, but I don't. So we do. Yeah. We have a timeout. That's going to be Elkmont's third and final timeout of the half. And with that timeout, we'll take a quick one as well. 2.16 left to play in the ballgame. Ardmore on top, 33-13 over Elkmont. We'll be back. You're listening to Play Action Sports. Whether you're in the market for residential or commercial property or looking to sell your current home, land, or building, make your first call to the Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Paula and James can help you with everything you need, whether you're buying or selling. Call Paula at 777-4916 or James at 656-2370. You can also see their listings online at alrealsolutions.com. Look for them on Facebook, too. The Phillips team at Alabama Real Estate Solutions. Real Solutions for Real Estate. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. Kirk Pierce, Todd Tomerlin, Tim Lambert, the producer, Todd. It's been good being in the booth with you. Oh, First time this great, year brother. for us. Yeah, I and always enjoy it, man. You'll hear us uh, next week as uh, we get to go to Madison and see James Clemens Big play. Boy, a little 7A. A little 7A football next yeah. week. And and huge rivalry as well. Yeah. So I'm excited about that, and, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little while. Looks like uh, another timeout on the field. We'll keep it here a little bit. But uh, we got some – do we have any score updates as we kind of look over here? So fourth quarter action right now. Scores brought to you, by the way, by Limestone County Commissioner Chairman Colin Daly. Lexington on top of Tanner, 46 to 20 in the fourth quarter, and uh, there's a lot more action going on. And I kind of, kind of surprised Tim with that one. I don't think he was ready. For that's okay though. Tim can make that an edit. Uh, that's why he's the <laughs> okay. Producer here we go. I got him now. Tim. Tim is the producer extraordinaire. Is exactly right. So right now in the fourth quarter, or third quarter, James Clemens on top of Athens, 47 to seven. 
East Limestone yeah. still fighting hard against Mars Hill. Wow. Mars Hill, good team. Yeah. State yeah. championships. And it's over there, too. Yeah, so, so uh, 7 to 6, East Limestone right now on top of Mars Hill. And as I said, 46 to 20, Lexington on top of Tanner right now in, in, uh, in Lexington. So, uh, yeah, we'll get back to action right here on the field at Boss Hill Stadium. Ardmore on top, 33 to 13 over the home team from Elkmont, the Red Devils. Fourth down and 15 for the Red Devils. They are at their own 40 yard line. Allen back to uh, back in a quarterback. He's got um, single set back. He's going to drop back to pass. He's looking to throw deep, but he's going to no be brought way. down. He's sacked. Sacked past the 30. They're going to say he brought down at about the 26 yard line. That is uh, that's 207 left to play in the ball game. That is probably going to do it for Elkmont tonight. Peyton Hurd just came rushing right through the middle and, and, and brought him down. Wasn't enough. Wasn't enough linemen to block all the defenders. It was rushing. It was a rush. So there wasn't a whole lot for the Elkmont offensive line yeah. to do. Coach for five or six to block eight. Yeah, Coach yeah. Snyder uh, just kind of sent, uh, yeah. just kind of unloaded right there on that. So, so here we go. Two oh seven left to play in the ball game. You've got uh, Ardmore coming out. Got Colston in at tailback. Hillis in the pistol formation. Two splits to the near side, one to the far side. Going to hand it to Colston up the middle. He's going to try to bounce it around. He's dancing, but he's going nowhere. Nice tackle there by the Elkmont defender. Yeah, that was number 62. Number 62. Um, Mason Paysinger. Good job. Because I'm sure he's wore out as well. I mean, he's another one of those kids that's been going both ways a lot tonight. So we're under two minutes left to play in the ball game. Ardmore's just going to milk this clock and keep it going. Elkmont. I mean, used uh, their last one, correct? Ard- timeout. Ardmore. Yeah, they've. Yeah, Ard- <laughs> Elkmont has already used all three of their timeouts. So Ardmore's going to milk this clock down as far as they can. I don't think Ardmore's called any timeouts in the second half. I don't recall any. So Hillis is going to stay in the shotgun formation. One split to the near side, two to the far side. Man coming in motion. Going to hand it to Colston again up the middle. Colston's going to kind of fight his way forward, still on his feet, then kind of brought down with a shoelace tackle after a pickup of about six yards on the play. He's going to bring up third down with just over a minute left to play in this ballgame. That's Mason Paysinger again. Brought him down by the shoelaces. So third down and about three on the play. We are under a minute left to play in this ballgame. Everybody is still here. Yeah, awesome. I mean, you know, cheering their teams on to the very end. It's not like when you see it in uh, college or pros where everybody's got to get to their cars. (laughs) I mean, in in high school football, especially in the Limestone County community, that is one thing that you are going to find is fans are true, and they love their teams. And Hillis is going to take a knee right there. And uh, just a little under 30 seconds left to play in this ball game, and that's going to do it for tonight's ball game as uh, the clock's going to wind down with Ardmore just kind of dominating the second half. And, Todd, you really called it. You, you kind of said it. Elkmont took a one-point lead into halftime, 7-6, to six, but Ardmore was able to come out and just continue to, to just pound away and uh, put some points on the board, and they do. They win by 20. Your final score from Boss Hill Stadium, the visiting team from Ardmore, the Ardmore Tigers, 33, taking their record to 2-0 and over the Elkmont Red Devils, 13. 33-13 is your final score. 
So with that, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to kind of recap tonight's ball game and uh, have our player of the game and our fan of the week and all kinds of different things, Todd. And then we'll wrap it up, man. So uh, with that, we'll take a break. You're listening to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. The next time you need a pharmacy, one call to Athens Creekside Drugs, Salem Pharmacy, or Florence Express Pharmacy will fill the bill. All three locations are committed to providing you the best services a pharmacy can offer with the emphasis on quality, value, and service. Whether your needs are simple or complex in nature, either location can provide solutions that deliver results. They pride themselves on being a company where customer service means timeliness, quality service, and a friendly attitude. Athens Creekside Drugs at 605 Highway 31 South Salem Pharmacy at 28730 Highway 99 and Florence Express Pharmacy on Mall Road in Florence. Athens Utilities comprises Athens Electric, Athens Gas, and Athens Water Services. Together, we are committed to providing reliable and affordable electricity, natural gas, and water and wastewater services. We operate as part of the City of Athens, and just like our city's motto of Athens is classic, southern, character, we believe in supporting what makes our community special, and that includes Athens and Limestone County sports. Call 233-8750, go by their office at 508 South Jefferson Street, or look for the link online at AthensAL.us. One of the worst feelings you can have is that of being stranded. Well, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair makes that a thing of the past with 24-7 towing services and roadside assistance in the northern Alabama and southern Tennessee areas. But that's not all. They also offer truck and trailer repair, mobile welding, brake service and repair, new and used tires, and other major and minor repairs. Their name says it all, BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. For 24-7 response, call 497-8234. That's 497-8234. BT's Towing, Tire, and Truck Repair. Limestone County High School Sports are brought to you in part by Limestone County Commission Chairman Colin Daly. Visit the County Commission page at limestonecounty-al.gov to keep up with what's going on in the county and find out what ranks us in the top 5% in the state. You can also call Colin at 256-233-6400 or on his cell phone at 256-800-4544. Ridgeline Construction knows how important home is to you. We want the process to be one in which you have complete trust and understanding in the services we provide. I'm quite impressed with the amount of guys that can come in and get that all done in really one day. They're going to do exactly what needs to be done for your house. It's time to trust Ridgeline Construction with your biggest investment. You won't regret it. And that's a promise from our family to yours. Ridgeline Construction. Call 325-1345 or visit RidgelineConstructionHSV.com. What makes a better banking experience? A lot goes into it, but the heart of that equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank and Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is Joanna from CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications. Many of you are searching for Bible study materials for your home or for Bible class. Sometimes that process can be challenging and difficult. I'd love to help you find solutions that would fit your needs and give you more time for your studies. One of our most popular book lines is the Bible textbook series. 
These workbooks are designed to take teen and adult students book by book through the Bible. So stop struggling with the search and come by and let us help you select reliable and meaningful study materials for your class or family. CEI Bookstore and Truth Publications, taking his hand, helping each other home. Welcome back to Limestone County Football right here on Play Action Sports. Kirk Pierce, Todd Tomerlin, and our producer Tim Lambert. And uh, Todd, uh, final score 33-13. to 13. But I'm going to tell you, I know, I know that, that that sounds like a blowout. And, and 20 points is, you know, in most cases it is a blowout. But yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, from, from my personal opinion, watching Elkmont, the way, uh, way Coach Pendergrass came out here, he had a good game plan set up for this uh, ball game tonight, cross-county rivals against Ardmore. Um, but uh, as we kind of talked about, you know, it, it, you're, you're talking about different levels of football yeah, here in the state yeah, of Alabama. Absolutely. We know that uh, Ardmore's 5A. Yep. And so when you start playing against these 5A teams, they've got a little bit more depth. And Elkmont, just a little smaller school, so, not mean, able to capitalize right. on some you, of you that. Just, you just have more kids walking the hallway that might have a few more, it might be bigger, more athleticism, and then obviously more to choose from. So it's just one of those things where – a bigger school is going to eventually just kind of wear you out. Armore had more size and speed, but a hats off to them. number one. Just you know, to, I mean, to play the schedule they play all the time, and to and to keep this uh, county rivalry going. You know, back years ago they were on the same classification, so right, right. you know, obviously they had to play each other. But um, as years went and, and counties and areas grew differently, you know, Armore expanded. But um, yeah, this is something I hope never goes away because um, even if, if it's at Ardmore, it's the same atmosphere. Oh right? yeah, absolutely. You know, everybody comes out and it's just uh, it's just one big party. Reminds me of uh, Florida and in Georgia rivalry for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Not Alabama because they're kinder than Alabama Auburn rivalry. <laughs> well, I tell you, one of the things we got to see tonight was a lot of athletes mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. I tell you, and that's one thing about Elkmont. Uh, Elkmont had players that had to play both sides. Ardmore. A little bit more depth was able to rest some of its offensive and defensive players, yeah. but uh, you know, just looking at uh, going with Ardmore side, I mean, the the quarterback uh, Brayden Hillis on Ardmore, he's put together two really good games the past couple of weeks. Uh, Colston, two really good games on the ground. I yeah. mean, he's the workhorse, obviously. Um, you've got uh, Brody Dunn for Ardmore that uh, caught a couple of passes, yeah. had a touchdown tonight, and, and, and dropped another one. It would have been for a big game, but, absolutely, but. Uh, Listen, he's putting together a really good team. Coach Snyder. They, yeah, they, 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 this could be a special year for the Tigers. Well, I, he's, and, and these are all younger. These are these are a lot of them are juniors. Yeah, and so Coach absolutely. Snyder's got some got another year to, to continue to build this program coming up from Athens, where he was assistant coach yeah. and kind of his first head coaching gig. Starts the year off two and zero on the Elkmont side. Coach Pendergrass. I mean, he's got he's got some things going. He, he's changed the offense a little bit. He's got some playmakers. Uh, Roe Allen, the quarterback can throw the ball. Oh, yeah. He's able to throw it. He's got some receivers with Murrah. Murrah had a touchdown reception tonight yeah. and a nice big catch and, in the first half. And I think when Elkmont gets in the um, region play that they're going to have some success with that because a lot of teams in, in 3A can't throw the ball like Elkmont can. And um, and a lot of times when a team can't throw it, I mean, they can't really stop it either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they don't really work on it in practice because they don't have anybody to work against. But, um, I mean, with Elkmont, you've got – Phil Campbell, Lauderdale County, Colbert Heights, East Lawrence, and Clements in their area. Mm-hmm. That's some. That's doable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's doable from what we've seen tonight. Um, Ardmore now they got a little tougher show. I mean, you got Lee, Russellville, East Limestone, Lawrence County, May Jimison. So 
um, with Russell and East alone, just you know, in that region, it makes it a little tougher. But well, I want to see that Ardmore East game. Oh my God, dude! <laughs> and, and, and they're not very friendly no, rivals themselves. So um, <laughs> yes, that's going to be the place to be that night, without a doubt. But also on the Elkmont side, you got Ryan Boyd. He plays both ways. He had to sit out most of the third quarter because he was a little had some cramps earlier. But uh, from the running back position, uh, he had some good plays tonight. And then again, yeah. like I said, you've got some playmakers on Elkmont side. So Coach Pendergrass has got to be happy with the oh, way things yeah. are looking for this Elkmont team. I mean, I think they're going to look at the film. You know, I know the kids might be a little dejected right now in the locker room. You know, they walk off the field and they see the score, especially to their rival, and they know their old punk buddies are going to be teasing them there oh, for yeah. a while. You know. But I think tomorrow or Sunday, whenever it is the team sits together and looks at the film, they, there's a lot of good things they can take away from it. And um, I think the biggest thing they can take away from it is they never quit. Just like blocking that extra point at the very oh, end yeah, of the absolutely. game. I mean, I would have probably stood there with my hand on my hip because I was tired, <laughs> wore out, and been playing the whole game. And when they gave much effort, but you know what? They did. So, they did. Um, that's a good thing. Well, next week you and I have another ball game, yeah. but we're going to be traveling to Madison for a big rivalry as Bob Jones and uh, James Clemens take on each other and, and a rivalry because of the way that Madison City kind of worked out. You know, Bob Jones was a huge school, yeah. uh, one of the largest, the largest school in North Alabama, and then James Clemens High School was built. So both of them are in 7A and kind of split that kind of kind of border right there. And now you have players that, that kind of grew up playing with Absolutely. one another now they're playing against yeah. each other so the james clemens jets and the bob jones patriots that's makes, a big rivalry makes, makes next week Todd. A huge big rivalry and, I'm, I'm excited and, for next and week it's the same way except you can um like triple quadruple the amount of people that'll be there just because of the population of the city oh it's gonna be um, huge. I mean, this place was packed but that stadium was gonna be rocking man and, and um you know bob jones came out in the early years when james clemens first got established and was just wearing them out and then James Clemens was able to get that first win, and I don't think they've looked back since. No, so, they really um, haven't. Um, has Bob Jones even beaten him since James Clemens won it? Uh, it's, been, once, it's been a while. It's been a while. So Bob Jones is going to be wanting a little revenge, and, of course, James Clemens isn't going to have it. So um, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a good night. Well, that'll be exciting. Well, we've got our fan, Lawler's Fan of the Week, right here at Pay, uh, Play Action Sports mm-hmm. Network. And uh, – is it, we're just going to go ahead and announce it. Our fan of the week is Miss Wanda Simmons. She entered her name, and you can do the same if you'll enter your name for the Lawler's Fan of the Week at PASnetwork.net. We'll announce the winner just like we did for Miss Simmons. Wanda Simmons is our winner tonight. We'll announce the winner at every post-game show of all of our Limestone County football games brought to you right here on Play Action Sports. And what the winner gets is a nice $20 Tasty Buck from uh, Lawler's Barbecue. And like I said, tonight's winner is Wanda Simmons. Ms. Simmons, you have two weeks to drop by WKAC Radio to pick up your gift card. Yeah. So uh, you congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Because if you don't, I don't know, Todd. I might have to slide by there we and go. Pick, pick me up a $20 well, tasty buck. Without a doubt. But uh, we also have another announcement. We've got our player of the game. Uh, tonight we want to announce the player of the game. Our feature player is going to get a gift certificate good at either Village Pizza or Cream Delight, his choice. And our player of the game tonight is Mr. Trevor Sims. 68 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. Yep. He hit the he hit the hole running hard. hard it's hard to choose when you've got two really good running backs for Ardmore. You've yeah. got Colston and you've got Sims. But tonight uh, we've got uh, Trevor Sims. Congratulations to him. Trevor, you are tonight's player of the game, and you get your choice of Village Pizza, a gift certificate, or a Cream Delight, yeah. whichever one you want. And, and I want to throw this out here real quick in case somebody's listening to this game and then sees the stats and go, what were they smoking? 
<laughs> we realized that, that Colston ran for 210 plus yards on 25 carries and two touchdowns himself. But he was player of the week last week during their game, during the Tanner game. Yeah. So, so uh, we're trying to share the wealth amongst the Ardmore Tigers. But it's hard when you, like you said earlier, before we, it was going to be a difficult choice, but we went with Mr. Sims. So congratulations to Trevor Sims. He is your player of the week tonight. 68 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. Your final score here at Boss Hill Stadium, 33-13. The visiting Ardmore Tigers over the Elkmont Red Devils. Well, Todd, I think what we'll do is get together next week. What do you think? Sounds like a plan. Man, I love it. For Todd Tomerlin and our and our producer, Mr. Tim Lambert, I'm Kirk Pierce. You've been listening to Limestone County Sports on Play Action Sports Network. Davis & Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis & Cole LLP, 105 South Marion Street in Athens. Call 232-9994. Davis & Cole LLP. Gin House Barbecue has been an Elkmont tradition for many years, and that tradition continues today. Come by for a visit and try out some old favorites, as well as some tasty new additions. Barbecue pork, ham and chicken, St. Louis style ribs, catfish, pork chops, hamburger steak, just to name a few. They're open early for breakfast, too. So take a drive up to 18060 Upper Fort Hampton Road in Elkmont, just three-tenths of a mile east of Highway 127. Eat in or call ahead and have your order waiting on you. Call 732-4579. Gin House Barbecue and Elkmont Tradition. Looking for t-shirts with just the message you want? They're as close as your computer or mobile device. Just go to daddyoscustomtees.com and look through the selection of designs for the perfect one. Or say just what you want with your very own designer message. Daddy O's Custom Tees features short and long sleeve t-shirts plus sweatshirts, hoodies, aprons, mugs, and even pet apparel. With Daddy O's Custom Tees, you can have it your way. Whether you need one or 100, go to daddyoscustomtees.com. That's D-A-D-D-Y-O-S Custom T-E-E-S dot com. DaddyOsCustomTees.com. You've been listening to Limestone County High School Football on the Play Action Sports Network. If you'd like to download a copy of tonight's game, log on to PASNetwork.net. Limestone County Football is a production of Play Action Sports.